Welcome to Awards Radar, the podcast, a weekly discussion of the awards races, Hollywood news, and the films you should have on your radar. Here's your host, Joey Magidson. All right, everyone's got their drink out. The the hookers are in the closet. Miles is playing with some sort of baking soda, it looks like. What are you you doing over there, Miles? Is it... (laughs) None whatsoever. Right. It's it's just, all good times, good times, fast times around here, good times. Just make sure you share some with Steve. Oh shit, we're recording, we're recording. Oh, it's the Awards Radar Podcast. Hi, I'm Joey. How's it going? Um, yeah, we covered our bases pretty well, I think. Right? No one's no one's the wiser. Steve, fix this editing. I shall do my best. <laughs> also, give him the cocaine. Oh fuck, uh, Steve, edit that out. Anyway, yes, this is the bachelor party episode of the Awards Radar Podcast, episode number. 60 i believe so we are uh, celebrating slash burying miles i don't remember how bachelor parties work and also talking movies because it is the middle of the goddamn oscar side season uh i have buried the lead but yes miles is here oh hey everybody i'm getting married this weekend yeah bitch. Woo! It- oh. ryan is back that poor that poor lady um, oh, Ryan. I'm just kidding. Rude. I what, love Miles. What kind of jerk? I would just, uh, I would, I'm only here to, to be the, uh, well, I guess I crashed this episode because I wasn't here last week. So, um, mm. but Miles, uh, congratulations. Uh, hope you make us all proud on the wedding night. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, if you, uh, if you yeah, guys, that do you guys, do you guys have like a, uh, what is those, a registry for people to like, uh, send you, send you guys stuff? We do, we do. I can, I can shoot y'all a link after. Well, oh, I, I was saying that the listeners can send can send stuff things too. I mean, you know. Oh, I wouldn't ask that of the listeners. I'm sure there's a lot of I'm sure there's that. a lot of cooking stuff and sex toys and you know. I was about to say a sw- it's like do- some sort of swing in there, and it's not for outside. Yeah. Public, public Amazon wish lists are exclusively for porn stars. I think I don't know that Miles is trafficking in that. Realm. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Miles, if you want to be on that, I mean, you, you know. You seem like a pretty. Right. You seem like a pretty energetic kind of guy. You know? Well, yeah. Let's. Yeah. I mean, listen. <laughs> send send all. Basically, what we're to gonna do. Yeah. Basically, what we're gonna do is we're gonna. Joey's gonna play this episode at the wedding, and everyone's gonna hear it. So we're gonna make it as crazy and debaucherous as possible. And uh, I'm here as Captain Chaos tonight. That's my job. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the other weeks. As the other weeks where I'm more sophisticated yeah. chaos. This is, mm-hmm. putting on my sailor's hat, I'm Captain Chaos tonight. All right. Wow. And, uh, and in, the, in the corner over there is, uh, is Steve. Steve, did you, you brought a, a guest, which I, I thought was in poor taste, but, you know, you brought Heather Graham Cracker. Oh, jeez. Did I? You did. <laughs> you where were, is she? Pre- you, were, you were prepped and cued. Oh, wait, hold you're, on. There she is. You're, you're hey. also here, so maybe introduce yourself first. Hey, I'm Steve, and I'm here, and I'm excited for uh, Miles' uh, – what is this? The Bachelor Party episode? Yeah. I've got a, yes. I've got a, a, a can of soda here and some Purell wipes, and I'm all ready to go. COVID-style Bachelor Party on Zoom. So I uh, – wait, hold on. <laughs> I, do I have a script? <laughs> you, you, no. Oh, I, I, there she is. This is all you, buddy. <laughs> oh, she's gone. She's a uh, food poisoning. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what though? That's that's not a bad excuse. <laughs> Too many spicy peppers, I guess. This is a weird bit. I, I think it's going great. So for those you, of you who are not listening to the Sugar and Spicy era and don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Don't go back and listen. Well, go back and also, listen. Download the episodes, but you don't have to listen. Also, the implication is not that she is now dating Kevin Spicy. Oh, boy. Or at least. Listen, no accounting for taste. Yeah. I mean, I can think of some things wrong with that. Um, but, yes, spectacular failure of a bit. So we're off to we're off to the races. I think it went well. So we do have other stuff to talk about. Yeah, like Miles' honeymoon. I heard it's going to be in Palm Springs. Kind of an odd choice, but I guess if it's anything like the movie, it's going to be perfectly average. Did somebody say Palm Springs? Oh, no. Who let this guy in? I just want to wish uh, Miles a uh, congratulations on his wedding. Uh, I'm uh, going to go off and, uh, you know, be rich and famous. So on that note, hey, Steve. Yeah, Andy, what's up? Fuck you! Come on, man. Have some class. Show respect to Miles. Congrats again, Miles! And Steve! Yeah? Fuck you! Son of a... Yeah, so uh, one thing I want to talk about briefly, um, not related to the wedding, before we get back to that, is uh, the power of the dog. Since um, I've now seen it twice, Miles is the only one who hasn't seen it on the podcast, Steve has now seen it, and Ryan's seen it. I just want to talk about it for a minute. We'll talk about it more once Miles has seen it. But, you know, he's going to be married, so he's going to start missing out on things. I can't believe there was a giant, big, red dog that had sex with Benedict Cumberbatch. It was very awkward. Or did you guys Spoilers. not see that cut? Come on. Miles did not so, see it. So, so real quick, because this does tie into that. Uh, when Steve said he saw it before, for some reason I misheard him, and I heard him say Howard the dog, and I spent like a <laughs> solid few minutes trying to figure out if I misheard him say Howard the Howard duck. the duck or Clifford the big red dog, <laughs> or and it's like a it's like a crossover about. movie, right, Miles? I mean, maybe, yeah. So, <laughs> Howard the or, duck. Yeah, there's some new spinoff that I didn't know about. So it's coming, coming to Disney Plus. We're all on the same page. Coming from Marvel Studios, you know. <laughs> I, uh, Howard the what Big was Red funny, Dog. so side to the film was um, I was out in L.A. and saw it again as it was being shown to L.A. critics. And uh, I had flown in that day and, and was exhausted. And I had grabbed the five-hour energy and I had to run to the men's room first. And I just – I pounded it before we came in because you're not you know, supposed to eat and drink in the theater. Hey-o. And when I – yeah. <laughs> when I sat down, I, I turned to a um, friend of the podcast and fellow – Industry guru uh, Nathaniel Rogers of the film experience. Oh, uh, and, yeah. Uh, Nathaniel's a great guy. Turned to him and went, Did I just do like the goody goody version of blowing a line in the bathroom? I just chugged a five hour energy. And we got a we got a pretty good laugh over that. I was like, Am I such a goody goody that I like did the good version of a bad thing? Were you guys but, do, were you having you this conversation bad, bad in the thing? bathroom? No, when I sat back down. The oh, when you sat in the theater. Okay, I was like, Yeah, I went and went to use the bathroom and then I was like, Ooh, I should drink this real quick and I realized you know, so I was trying to visualize all. Of, I was trying to visualize the story, and maybe I just I mean, we'll apart. go on Zoom later, and I'll I'll help you visualize the first okay. part of it. You're you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, yes, and then we watched the movie. Which don't spoil Miles's be, gift, Joey. No, Go I ahead. want to be very very vague, but um, I will say, like I was saying off air, it is the rare movie that I do think is worth a second viewing. I tend to be of the mind that if it didn't work the first time, it's not going to work the second time, or it's not not that it won't, but. Your first viewing of a movie is how you watch a movie. Like that is short of a, you know, you saw it on a plane or a reason that would make it not ideal. 
Mm. The way you experience a movie for, for the first time is how the vast majority of people will experience a film. So, but this one does layer stuff in very well because I um, I wanted to mainly hear from you guys. When it ends, were you sort of thinking back going, oh, I guess that's what this meant and this is what that meant? Because when you watch it the second time, those those questions seem a lot more crystal. Steve? And I found that pretty interesting because it does feel like mm-hmm. it's an open to interpretation film initially. Steve? Yeah. Uh, when the credits were rolling, I sat there and was just piecing, going back in my mind and just piecing these things together. And I'm like, I, I thought I had it and I got it. And then... It, it's something I think you have to sit with, and it becomes. I enjoyed it more I, it, as soon as the, the credits started rolling. I was like, "Oh, that was good." And then I'm like, "Wait, hold on. Oh, wait. This, you know, this this makes much more sense." I agree. I think a, a second viewing will really help open it up. And, but you know, this is not like. I don't want to set expectations. I'm going to cut this out. But um, I was going to say something that I, I don't care for saying because it's spoilerish. Um, but yeah, this is a film that I think if you you watch second or third time, I think you're still going to find uh, kind of these you know, these small details that really add to it that you probably overlooked. Hmm. Which yeah, so I liked it a lot. And there's so much so much to enjoy here. Yeah, I I think I was it was the last film I saw at Middleburg, and I have not been able to stop thinking about it since. And I've been clamoring to want to watch it again because I think what you said was right, Joey, is that it's usually when you see a movie first, you're like, okay, I like that. Or no, that didn't work for me. And you start pinpointing what didn't work for you or what did work for you with power of the dog. You kind of sit there and go, yeah, I, I, did I get it? Do I understand this movie? Like, you know, exactly. And did I, because I, I feel like I like I loved it. Like I feel I know I like this. You know what I mean? Like I want to be this challenged, but I don't. But I also want to know because it's just human ability to want to know how things end. Um, and I remember well, speaking with some of the Netflix people there, and they were like, "What do you think?" I was like, "I, I just told them I liked. I really liked it." And, but I was I wanted to really tell them like, I don't know. And I think that that's kind of like the beauty of the movie is is that yeah the re uh, the rewatching and the and the um uh, the second and third watches uh, are really going to crystallize this movie and um I've heard you know that there will be blood compared I think this is like if you're going to make a comparison to there will be blood it's like the antithesis of something like that movie that movie knows what it's talking about and it's very loud mm-hmm. about it and this movie is very meticulous and slow. Uh, in how it wants to convey the tension in a different way. And um, I mean, it's just a lazy comparison because Johnny Greenwood does the scores, but his score is so damn good. And the performances are immaculate. The direction, the production design, cinematography. By cinematography. Ari, by Ari yeah, Wagner. Well, that's something. Incredible. Yeah, the, that's the thing about the film is there's so much to appreciate. Like you said, just the score, uh, Kirsten Dunst. Um, uh, what's a, Cumberbatch. The, the, the young Cumber, man's the Benedict Cumberbatch nudity? Oh, of course, I, that was my favorite part. Um, the parts. but there's so much there's so much to it, and so much that you're not expecting from yeah. when you go in with the mindset of oh, this is going to be a kind of a western ish, yeah. because that's where it starts, and then it changes and it becomes a, something different. And I think yeah. there's some religious undertones there that maybe you know I'd love to to read what. Uh, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to talk more about it once Miles has seen it, so we can yeah. get into more specific beats. But, but I think. 
every time the movie changes and you're you're jarred a little bit, that second time you realize it's layered in very well. Like mm-hmm. there's a line. It's not it's not gonna it's not spoilery, but it will it blew past me the first time. And it's I see dead people. Yes, right. Uh, it's when I forget who is. I think it might be the governor's wife. I don't remember. Somebody remarks that Phil, which is Benedict Cumberbatch, was 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 he Phi Beta Cap or something? Like he's the smart one. Like, and that just throws another layer into everything. That like, mm-hmm. oh wait, he's the academic of the two. Mm-hmm. The one who's rejecting all of, like society to be like. There's just there's a lot that when you you're watching it again, you clock as like, oh I'm like. If you miss it, it's not reducing your enjoyment of the movie. But like once you you realize all that's going on, you're like, oh, that was that was way more important than I thought. There's a lot for of that the, in the film. For the pacing of the film, it's surprising because a lot of films that are paced in this kind of deliberate, slow but and you the slow way. There's you don't often want to revisit, but I think this is yeah. one that people. I, I think everybody who is patient enough to get to the end and to absorb it, and not like tuning out because like hey where's the cowboys where are the guns you know uh this is not that this is not that film at all this is not no. even a, a cowboy film um or 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 a western this is just set in a period where people happen to wear and, and in a place where people happen to uh yeah. you know to feel that way but it's so much more there's uh yeah let's let's i don't even yeah, know what you what you what you would categorize this as is there yeah, well, do you have do you have I mean, a category I mean, I guess it's a character study with a little bit of a thriller element to the end, but not in like a like horror action way. Just like there becomes a, a tension that builds. But yeah, let's, let's yeah. I mean, it, it almost until... it almost has like a weird sort of. Well, it's psychological. It's psychological. It almost feels like a like weirdly like a ghost story and almost like not like a well, yeah, ghost story well, of the movie, I mean, but like yeah. it feels there's something haunting about it. Well, like because it, you know, in here, unnerving, in it, but just, I guess it's better. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it as like, you know, Kirsten Dunst feels like she's being, and is being essentially gaslit throughout the movie. Oh so my she God. Has a, she's so good. She has a psychological terror yeah. going on. It's, it is, it is the ultimate, everyone. Yeah. It's the ultimate movie about toxic masculinity. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. once you realize everything that's going on in it, and maybe that's the first viewing, maybe it's the second viewing. It also makes complete sense that this is the movie that, Jane Campion decided to like look Come at back. men on. And yeah. <laughs> I know, just, like, I'm just glad also, that she's. There's also a moment too. of romance mm-hmm. that you, you know, yeah. that you didn't expect. That you know, the uh, Jesse Plemons, uh, Kate uh, Kirsten Dunst relationship is actually kind of sweet, which is, mm. which I think works to set or to uh, contrast some of the much more negative, darker moments of the film. Oh yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that movie has revealed itself over the last few months and is continuing because it's coming out soon. Um, another film that has started to reveal itself, and we're not going to talk about it yet because I haven't seen it yet, but is Licorice Pizza. People are technically still embargoed. Um, I mean, I are they really? You, I mean, like I mean, everyone's talking about it at this point. Yeah, it didn't. It's it didn't. The, it didn't. It didn't hold its embargo particularly well. No. Um, well, amongst amongst industry, everyone gets to talk about it, but critics, they have not given their full well, yeah. revelations. I mean, that's. Yeah, so that's it's it's being handled weirdly. Yeah, um, and I have a theory about that, which we'll talk about in a second. But yeah, so as you're listening to this on Thursday, that's the day that the New York press is seeing it. I'm obviously in Florida for Miles' wedding, so I'm it's not a lot. Either, miles, 
Really? Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Damn um, wedding. You are so welcome. God, having to see a film closer to release date right? than a normal person. Right, Miles? Oh, my God. God he has to be normal like the rest be. of us. Oh, my God. So what do you say, Miles? If anyone objects to your wedding, it has to stop? <laughs> By law? I fact? object because I'm not watching PTA's new movie, yeah. Derp de Derp. So what I was going to say is so yeah, there are industry screenings going on pretty often. But interestingly, they're they're exclusively guild screenings. This is a little bit inside baseball, but normally, if you're in a, a critics group or you're in a, a guild or you're basically you're a voting member of something, obviously the academy will count for this. You can go onto those FYC sites and where mm-hmm. it says screening, you can just sign up for one as opposed to necessarily being invited to one. And they're being kind of exclusive with who's seeing it. Which my theory about this, and maybe maybe it'll be bullshit, is. They know that it's – I'm going to go on a limb and say probably a good movie, but that some of the buzz as it could be the you know alternative and best picture to Belfast or Power the Dog or King Richard might be slightly overblown. So why correct that just yet? Hold it as long as you can and see mm-hmm. if you can get people to sort of commit to it as a vote before they have to you know, have their mind changed. And that's just the theory I have right now. I'll know you know, well, I in mean, another week or I, so. I mean – I think it is. It's one of them. I mean, maybe. Um, I mean, I think. I think they, it, by all accounts, and I've, I've heard very little because I've specifically avoided mm-hmm. hearing it. Just because, like, why? Um, especially now, especially when some people have seen something, some people have not. You get very weird reactions because people yeah. want to. I mean, sort of like, uh, kind of like House of Gucci, right? Where it seems sort like, of, which we're going to well, get to in a second. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that yeah. in a second. But I think. I think licorice pizza, I've heard this for, for months and IndieWire reported on it and various other sites reported on the, how entertaining licorice pizza was. And I, and when I heard that, I went interesting because not many of his movies, I would say you categorize as entertaining. And then I heard it's funny. Then I heard it's sentimental. It's also an ode to Hollywood. Like there's a lot of things going for it. And I just started thinking, I mean, PT has never won an Oscar. It's releasing in November, late November, and then it's going to sort of uh, release throughout the rest of the month and then land on everyone's doorstep, I think, by Christmas, which is perfect. Yeah, like Build that's, the buzz. that's what makes this, this in- release a little interesting. <laughs> yeah, because like, Belfast is releasing this weekend. You yeah, know what I mean? So came out last weekend. And, exactly. Like, and Power of the Dogs, like, and, and King Richards is next weekend. And, right. uh, and so all the festival films they are there. You know what I mean? Pretty much. And so at a certain point you have to, you have to let them out. Oh yeah, for sure. No, 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 no. I'm, uh, what I'm saying is, is that we have five films left in this race. Well, actually now four, because House of Gucci, well, I guess it's three, because we know about uh, Licorice Pizza too. There's like three other films in this race that are big players. That's Don't Look Up, Nightmare Alley, and, uh, and West Side Story. By the way, Two of those three I have screening dates for. Yes. So it's really one if we're being real. Yeah. Well, you haven't seen the film is what I'm saying. And yeah. so like, well, and so, yeah. you know, well, that's uh, what I will say. I will, people haven't. We'll yeah. talk about, well, I was about to say just like, from, I've, I, I know nothing about people who have seen Nightmare Alley. So I can't yeah. comment on that. I know when it's screening. So yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. But I do know at least, and again, take this for what it's worth, but I was talking to people at Netflix about Don't Look Up and oh, they no. seem... Yeah. Like they're they. They're selling my a guess little bit. Is, yeah. 
I mean, they're selling it, obviously, but... Not, like, selling as in, like, they're selling you the movie. I'm selling, like, in, in a buy or sell situation. Yeah, I it's mean... It's more I of think, a sell think, than it is a buy, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think they know that... They know what they have. Yeah, they know what they have. Finally. And the people who like Adam McKay, I'm sure, are going to be very entertained. The way they, they framed it as, like, it's him... This is as close as he's going back to, like, trying to make you laugh. Which is even though, scary. Yeah. Even <laughs> Based though off I, what we've I'm, seen so far. Well, I mean, that clip is, is yes. not yeah. a good indictment of the no, movie. No, it's not. But, but. I, do, I do think it's going to be funny to watch the reception to the movie that is, like, read as a comedy, but also read as a satire. more Adam McKay satire, like, wagging his finger at you. Yeah. So I'm... I'm but, curious how. But I have, uh, but I know, Joe, you haven't seen Licorice Pizza, but I have uh, talked with people that have seen it. And pe- they are people that I trust. And mm-hmm. uh, they, the, the audiences at both, the, a lot of the guilt screenings, I think LA is tonight or was a couple nights ago and they're having another one tonight. There's another one tonight. They ate it up. And well, that's and that's good. If it's no, not that's good. Like there, pizza. Who doesn't like pizza? I mean, or yeah, licorice. who doesn't? You know what I mean. But what I'm saying is, is that, is that, we are not hearing about a lot of movies where everyone is, you know, sort of, more or less, everyone's on board, and, and that's kind of like King Richard in Belfast, right? And if part, yeah. if licorice pizza enters that conversation, that is kind of down well, the alley, and and it could. I'm not saying. That it could go to best picture, but I do think that this well, might I mean, be the year. Make a play, so not yet. Yeah, this well, might this... be the year that PTA finally wins something. I mean, maybe because like here, I was going to save it for a minute, but I'll, I'll do it now. So I saw the Tender Bar a couple days ago, and there was a movie that, depending on where you're approaching it from, you see a different movie. Yeah. So if you're just looking at Rotten Tomatoes, it's at like fifty or sixty percent because there's eleven reviews, so yeah. that's irrelevant. But you immediately go, oh well, it's not like universally regarded maybe it's not a player but then if you know anyone in the academy the couple of screenings they've had they loved it so it must be a player but then you've heard it i've heard good things i've heard good things so so i i i really enjoyed it it is very small compared Mm. to like i mean Clooney doesn't make huge movies i mean he made a big movie last year but like it is it is very intimate love ben affleck in it like he's the uncle everyone wanted it will play really well to New Yorkers and people who know Long Island. There's mm-hmm. just that vibe is very, and also that vibe is very like friendly to viewers because it's it's exaggerated but not cartoonish, like Gucci, which we'll talk about in a minute. But also like very similar to Belfast in that like you know remembered childhood, but not as I think like warm. Though mm-hmm. still a very warm-hearted film. So I don't really know what to do with it yet. I think there is a world where Affleck just wins Best Act, Supporting Actor. Like, it's that kind of role. It's not, he's not the star of the movie. Um, everything else just depends. But that's an example of that movie isn't creating the buzz, manufactured yeah. or real, that like, oh, it's a surefire Best Picture nominee. Now it could be. There's a movie that like shows up at, you know, AFI and PGA and, and there you go. Yeah. But that could be like a National Border Review and then that's it. It really yeah. seems like that movie is, is cruising. Like, if it can do picture nomination in like the seven, eight, nine, ten range, get top two for Affleck and skirt into sporting into adapted screenplay, they'll be delighted. Adapted and screenplay like is on the table for pretty much yeah. anything at this point. Oh yeah. It's, like, it's a weaker category. Yeah, you especially with the two minutes that Aaron Sorkin was there before he moved right back. 
<laughs> right? Because and I was Which, and I, I like how everyone went. What book? You know, like, yeah. What play? I mean, I guess based on <laughs> I Love Lucy. But, I guess right. right. Like uh, no, that but was... I mean, there is that movie, and they're both done by Amazon, right? And I have, yeah. I have heard about being the Ricardos, and I heard Same. that J.K. Simmons is. Very, very good I, in this. I heard that the uh, men are the highlight so yes, far. Yes, which is not good which, concerning the fact that the I mean, film is about a woman. You know? I think I think the only issue – I think the way that you read that yeah. is that there are going to be some people who can't get over that there's a physical lack of resemblance. It might be like a sort of the Steve Jobs thing for some. Yeah, where it's just like – Where it's like, he doesn't look like Steve Jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like everything else could be great. So we'll see. That one also, I believe, I'm seeing pretty soon because I'm I'm working yeah. on some interview opportunities. So that's there. Nothing's being hidden anymore. I've noticed. No. Which is I don't. I don't think so. I think, time. I think people are weirdly well, enough. We're gonna. Oh, well, yeah. But by the end of, uh, by the end of November, early December, we'll pretty much have seen everything. You know yeah. I mean? Should we all just listen on what Steve's doing? I like how. Uh, Miles, this is your hooker, by the way. She doesn't sound like a graham cracker. <laughs> mm, but she does... Uh, no, well, never mind. I was going to... Ooh, glad I didn't say what I was going to say. Sounds like uh-huh. lotion in the basket going on over there. Good Lord. Well, I mean, he he, he rented her for the night. Of course he's going to try her out. Jesus. Jesus. Not like By that. the way, we know who he's talking to, so this is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Um, but Joey... Mm-hmm. Some Gucci? Yeah. Well, yes. Um, so saw it, what is it, like a week and change ago? Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously had to, like, not say what I saw while allowing that was an that, that was there. another one where everyone kind of like said that they saw it but couldn't but shut their well, mouths. And it was just like it's the, yeah, you could like, feel people so, were, like, itching like a like a so drug is, addict to just so throw again, it out there un, unwritten rules inside baseball but i think people are legitimately interested in how this works because some people don't understand it yeah. which leads to some of the like social media like like i i, I thought it was funny this we ha- i had a the gaga back stands. and forth with someone um a reader like someone who appreciates the work who just was like uh, i think a little like taken aback with like oh what a, what a privileged lifestyle and i was like i i i take a little bit of a front to that because like I, I did work to do what I'm doing. Like I did it for free mm-hmm. for a long time. And like, but I understand the idea of like, if I want to do it and I'm not doing it on the same level, like what makes you better to me? The answer is nothing. Like there's no, there's no metric. It's, there's a lot of shit that goes into it, but it is hard to feel like you're leading a privileged lifestyle. When I was like in the cold eating a like Burger King chicken sandwich, because there's no indoor dining, like, and I'm poor, but I, it was like, at the same time, do you not want film criticism to exist? Because that is, because I think because the question was like, you know, how many of these things do you see early? And like, you're invited to, to film festivals. I was like, well, you apply to film festivals. That's a merit-based thing. And if you don't want film criticism to exist, sure, we don't see it early. But that is just how you write a review. Like, that is the nature of the game. But anyway, the inside you baseball something, thing I was talking about. Yeah, you, see a, you see a movie, you got to do your part. You know well, that's the thing. The, so the, the, the thing about it is same with the like things that get sent to you during Oscar season if you're a voting member of something. Mm-hmm. There's the camp that thinks it's gauche and terrible to, to share it. And there's the camp that is amazingly eager to share it. And I'm, I'm sort of in between. I, I try not to make it seem like, oh, shit, look what I got that you don't have. But the, the answer is also like 
the studios and, and PR companies send you these things because they want them seen in the world. Yeah. Because they are I mean, emotional items. They can wine and dine me all they want. As long as I just see the movies, I'm good. And yeah. then, and I mean, then like, my, and then like my job is like yours, Joey, just, we review them. We put our thoughts out there. Sometimes people agree with them. Some people, times people don't. We, you know, we try not to bring bias into the things I think that we. Consistency is the key. Know. Yeah, if you, just if just you be consistent. Love something, and you and you are delighted that they sent you something. Great. There's nothing wrong with that. No. If you hate something, and then your opinion suddenly changes once they sent you something. Yeah, I don't that's like problem. That. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, though. I mean, like I've been sent stuff before, and and <laughs> it is always hard because you know this, Joey, Steve, Miles. You all know this. It's that we've all dealt with this. Is when you see a movie and you're like you're like jonesing them, and, and you're like, can I please see this? Please see this. And then you see and you're like, oh, it's. It's yeah, not, not good. Well, I mean, and then you write, a, and then you write a review, and, and you kind of, you know, you do your part. Well, that's also you know, you're where, honest, and then that's also where these the relationship building with publicists is important because yeah. it, like, I, that's the other thing that people sometimes misunderstand. It's like, oh, you're friends with the PR rep at Netflix or or whatever, Hulu, Sony, whatever. What does that mean? It just means you can be honest with them. Like that, yeah. that is part of the. And they, the you know what? They appreciate the honesty. They don't like bullshit. Oh yeah. If you, if you, if you like, I, you know, like, you just tell them it's not for you. They exactly. Understand. Most mm-hmm. of the, so like most of the people at Netflix that I deal with, I am, I am friendly with at this point because you see them a lot and life is better when you get along with people. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. But you know, like if I hated power of the dog and I was like, it's not for me. Like I just, I thought it was slow. I thought it was boring. I didn't connect to it. Like that's legitimate, a legitimate opinion. And also too, it's probably hear. something that they, it's not like they haven't heard it probably before. Exactly. Either. They would, as opposed to like, eh, hem and haw. And then their job is to yeah. get an overwhelming majority of positive. If they have some exactly. naysayers, they're okay with that. And now, also like if you, if everything's negative, suddenly, then that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're a shill for any one company or something like that. Oh my then God. You're like, also just yeah. Like, like if you, if you tweet out stills of something and then deny it and then try to walk it back. Well, <laughs> that goes under like just don't yeah. be awful. Yeah, just don't um, be that person. You know what I mean? Yeah, like have the self awareness. But the the point of the how this tied in the Gucci was so there are times where there's absolutely no embargo on something, right? Yep. So I take that as I'm allowed to give my thoughts. Yep. There are times where there's a review embargo, which means you're allowed to send out a tweet or a Facebook or Yeah, it's like uh like in Conto. Don't post a review. Exactly. Like we, we can talk about Encanto right now, but we can't put our reviews out there. There were then there were times where they say there's a social media embargo, or please hold your thoughts. For example, yeah. in which case I feel like it's okay to say I'm watching it, yeah. and then I just can't say what I think. Yeah, and I think that that's embargo. fair. It's, it's say embargo. Yeah. There were times where they will specifically ask you not to say that you've seen it. Yes. In which case, that you that just that shut your mouth. becomes <laughs> shut your mouth, or you know what I do, which is like I'm seeing something I can't talk about. And then if you want to say that's what it is, that's fine because that's generating not negative conversation for the film. So there's no reason for them to be upset. Um, You can tinker with that as you see fit. Like I initially was going to, before they were like, please hold a couple days. I was going to just do a vague one with like a, one of those, like was it gifts of like Lady Gaga and be like, you can figure this out. But there was no point, but you know, people want to guess and then people assume things and, you know, then you just end up in the conversation of people like saying that must be amazing because Gaga is the best or like, look at all the overacting in the trailer. And you you don't want to say you've seen it, but you also want to be like, you know, the movie's like two and a half hours long. And you're talking about two hours and you're talking two and a half minutes out of two and a half hours. Like, I'm going to go on a limb and say, should I have seen this movie? I might know better than you. But 
in any event, it is a movie that has a wedding. Hopefully that ends up in a life better for Miles and Kelly than the one that uh, the Gucci's ended up in. But I mean, fingers crossed, yeah. Uh, yeah, low, low bar. I mean, I'm going to go on a limb and say financially you guys might not hit that same mark, but I also well, don't think yeah, you either never of you are in the... There's, there's you, still time in the day. Yeah, and neither of you seem gun-friendly, so that's a plus, right? What in the hell is going on? <laughs> well, I mean, I, if whatever there, he still lives in Florida, so anything's possible. That is true. Yeah, not yeah, not, so. not not by the end of the month. Yeah, then he's there going. You go. uh, so we have to make it there first. Then he's coming to Texas. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, I gotta go. So, I gotta get through Texas to get to New Mexico. Well, Miles, well, if you somehow sh- if you somehow make it your your way through uh, the San Antonio Austin area, let me know, and I'd love to buy you guys okay. uh, a meal or a beer or um, chips. Something, Miles, including that invite. Uh, I don't know if you. I know you're not a religious man, but I am praying for you. <laughs> oh. Florida, I'll, I'll Ryan, and Texas. Jeez, and, if, and, and I'm not a, a, a deeply religious person, but I'll still pray for you. Yeah. To uh, so to Steve, what I don't know. You, you yeah, know what I mean? Steve, what were you doing while you were gone with Heather Graham Cracker? <sighs> That's his business. I was uh, enjoying the crumbs. There you go. <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, well done. Does, um, does Ryan have questions? Um. Yeah, they're, they're coming. Let's talk okay. about Gucci for a minute, and then we'll get okay. to the questions. Um, okay. I love that my sort of in-between take was taken exactly three ways, because I, bas- I basically called it, like, well-done trash. So there was the one of, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, was there was great. example one. So, like, a lot of people reacted to this tweet, more more so than usual. Well, it's there because was, the Lady Gaga stands. Exactly. They're, so they're one. Don't hate. If you one. hate that movie, don't say anything bad about her. Well, column dead. one was, I love trash. This sounds amazing. Like, a train wreck? I'm into it, whether I meant that or not. There were people who, like, loved the sound. Yeah. Amy Schumer's involved. Column, you gotta love it. I did. One of my favorite movies that year. Yeah. Uh, column two was, what, what do you What do you mean? Like, I, like, like it wasn't descriptive. And like, then the column like, three was... Like, did you was, not read it? <laughs> yeah. Column three was just completely going off in directions that were irrelevant to the film. Yeah. Um, like, well, what does that mean about its awards changes, Joe? I mean, as as Miles astutely put it when I I may have told him a few days early about it, um, it defies awards prognostication in some ways. It's like um, it's like you could you could see it going both ways, right? Yeah. So so here's here's the thing. Um, I like the first act quite a bit, about the mm-hmm. first half hour to an hour. It's that part is mainly focused on like Adam Driver, Lady Gaga's relationship and her sort of entering into the family and his like, I'm willing to not be a part of the family to marry her. It's very cute. There's it's kind of, that part's pretty sexy and it's you get nice. a lot of fun scenes. Yeah. yeah. There is a very, very funny scene. Jeremy Irons and Al Pacino, their brothers. Jeremy Irons is like the disapproving dad for oh, Adam okay. driver. Like I'll cut you out of the family. If you marry a commoner, very, very much that part. It has a soapy quality to it. You have to know that going in. Mm-hmm. And Al Pacino is, just Wait, a movie about, about Gucci being so yeah. yeah. I mean, so if, if you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, how big are people going? I would say 15? Lady Gaga is about an 11. <laughs> Jeremy Irons is like a 7. Adam Driver is like a 3. Like he's asleep, it feels I heard like. He's, I heard he's else. like kind of the, the, the straight man to everyone. Yeah, which is weird because he's such an intense actor and he's playing like comatose almost. Which is kind of great because um, yeah. like, it just shows the range. You know yeah, I mean? and then yeah. and then um, Jared Leto and Al Pacino were at fifty. 
<laughs> with completely which makes different sense. results. Which makes sense. Like Al Pacino is the is the MVP of this movie to me because he is having a ball. He was Jared really Leto the the focus terrible. of the second trailer a lot from when I he's because he's though. just he's like he's the one who's enjoying being a Gucci, mm-hmm. and he has a really great line because he's Jared Leto's character's father, mm. and he's early on in the movie basically telling um, Jeremy Irons like. Let your son be in the part of the family. Like he loves the girl. Like let them. They, you want to like like setting up the movie essentially. And he's like, "You're gonna tell me about my son? What about your son?" And he goes, "My son's an idiot, but he's my idiot." And it's just like it's very Al Pacino, but just done with a cartoonish Italian accent. Um, <laughs> he's doing an amazing job. Jared Leto, I despised in this movie. He's gonna be the most divisive part. Some people seem to like him. I think the Academy seems to like him at these early screenings. But I think they just like that he looks like Vincent Schiavelli. And boy, does he look like Vincent Schiavelli in this movie. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it um, just because I, say, I like a mess. Yeah, and, no, no. Uh, it becomes a mess after that, after but, that part. But it, but I, we were talking about this before we, we got on, Joe. I, I was just saying that I said all along that, I, you know, because everyone was hyping up Gucci. Everyone was hyping up Gucci. And then everyone's like, oh, the last duel is going to suck. And I was just kind of like, wouldn't it be great if we lived in a world where the last duel was better than House of Gucci? And we live in I that think, world, it seems like. I think we kind of do. I think they're both – they're very, very similar to me. Oh, I I, lo- I really like the last duel. That, and that movie was surprisingly very good. Like the, got You got to get over the first act, which is a little slow. Yeah. But then the second, the second and third act are – Damn opposite good. problems yeah First opposite problems Gucci, great right? <laughs> and then the second act fair the third act by the time you're but, like basically yeah. waiting for the true crime aspect i was kind of done yeah but like and that's the thing the about that's the thing about movies though it's like i can forgive a little bit of the first act of last deal because the second and third act are so good. Yeah. And that first act has to like lay down a lot of the the stakes and the foundation of what's to come right a movie like from what you're describing with Gucci is like if it starts losing steam about halfway through, that means you have an hour and a half to go. Yep. And that's a that long is, time to sit is, it's, with it's this kind of crap for a long time. Yep. You know what I mean? So I'm very curious how the Academy goes with Gaga because she's big. So for some people, that'll be great. Heard SAG, heard SAG voters really liked her and Leto. So. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And then and they liked Leto in the little things last year. So, yeah, well, that's the thing. They're going to forgot getting, about that. Yeah. What a travesty. He's probably oh, getting nominated wait. this year, guys. <laughs> just so wait. Just, yeah. um, I don't know. I think he might split votes with Pacino. That's yeah, true. They are boy. billing Pacino ahead of him. Also, I don't know how much people will think about this movie. I think it's going to be a big movie. There's Is there be like, their are, because it's so uh, like campy is the word of the day, I guess. But like, since it is sort of playing playing it up, you know the the volume of stupidity. I guess are there like memorable scenes? Are there like moments where like like you know Some. like like Wolf of Wall Street has like scenes where well, like oh you remember was, that and you remember that. But what you I was I mean? about like, to say is you can tell because Scorsese did flirt with this project at one point. Yeah, um, it was all it was calling for the Wolf of Wall Street treatment of like just go really out there. It's not it never goes that far. Okay, so um, it's more like a subdued film. Yeah, you get hints of it, like like Gaga's like father son house in the house of Gucci, like little like given the the cross thing. Yeah, that's but it's not that for two. That's like the hours. extent we're going with it. I mean, there's a there's a very late scene where. Um, Pacino and, and Jared Leto, because Jared Leto, his character is a buffoon, so like he's always fucking up. Oh, you mean so he's really not stretching? 
as an actor mm. in this. Mm. Um, mm. But he, he is he is <laughs> stretching everything to chew the scenery. Well, I'm just they, saying they is both. that, you know, he's a buffoon yeah, yeah. in real life. You know? yeah, yeah. Leave Jared Leto alone! <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, there's Steve. A scene where they, there's a scene where they both at the same time are, like, turning it up to, like, 50. And it's a lot. Sounds- that, that scene, I feel like, will be the barometer of, like, do you find that hilarious? Or, like, oh, Christ, like, what are they doing? And then you'll you'll have an idea. But... It's it's very based on your description. I think I'm going to feel both ways. Yeah, I think you're going to be delighted at times. It also be like, oh, my God, they they allowed this to happen. There's a lot of that. Um, The plot will not be your favorite part of the movie. Like Mm. there's they clearly are like, we need to get to this point. And they skip over a lot. Like we'll talk about it once we've all seen it. But Mm. it is uh, it is interesting. I was more entertained by it by I thought than I thought. But I also freely admit I went in expecting like to hate it with a passion thing is it sounds like a fun ride but the two and a half hour runtime is <sighs> sounds like it's going to work against it God you're looking no. at an hour hour 45 minutes that might hit a sweet spot but two and a half hours might be like okay i i, I i've had my share you know like a dessert you know what uh, take well, the rest that, I'm, exactly because that's the thing about camp camp it works best in short doses if your movie is campy as fuck but you're like just it, it can get exhausting at that kind of runtime, yeah. and I think Steve, that's exactly right. That that's what people could have. Like the people who aren't on board for that kind of tone will find it really tiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. more to come on that one. Like I said, I'll talk more about that. I'll talk more about the tender bar when we when we've all seen it. I certainly prefer the tender bar, but I also know like the tender bar is pitching it, pitching itself to be like liked by people. Gucci is a love it or hate it proposition. So that's going to be more fun to discuss. But we'll see. Also, stay tuned for predictions as we sort of update what we've seen and how it affects everything. I want to do one of our uh, Filmaholic face-offs. Kayfley 208 has a bachelor party theme in them. So we'll Ooh. do that. Uh, we've got, first up, and we'll do the normal order. And um, Miles, feel free to, like... If it applies in some way, choose the character you'd like to have at the bachelor party. If that's an interesting, like, quirk to it. Um, okay. We'll see how well then, I remember these movies. Yeah, yeah. In some cases, it won't work. Um, and we can also, like, we'll, we'll tinker with it as we go. Uh, first up, American Wedding or Last Vegas? And, I mean, it's Stifler, right? We want Stifler at the wedding, right? Uh, I guess. Probably none of the above for this first pairing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I don't really like either of these movies. I guess I'll give it to Las Vegas because it's got a better cast. Fair enough. I mean, also January Jones is in American Wedding and she's, you know, a looker. Yeah. I, I didn't say an actress. Yeah. You. Though she's been better lately. Like, she was notably bad as a younger actress, right? Well, we all remember X-Men First Class. Mm. Must mm. we? Oh, right. That was post-Mad Men. She's yeah. good mad, man. Mm-hmm. Ryan? What were the films again? <laughs> First one is American Wedding, the third American Pie movie, or Last Vegas. Which one is Last Vegas? That's, That's the, the one with, like, the retirees. Oh, like, Morgan my Freeman God. And Kevin Klein. Is that Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> no, I think it's like, and then it's like Robert De Niro and yeah, someone else. Uh, and and is it Arkin? Kevin Klein. It's horrible. Oh. The poster alone says enough. You know what? I'll go with them. They think, you know, they got one. It's their last ride. It's Las Vegas. You know what I mean? 
they had an American Pie reunion movie or whatever. American reunion, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going that. I'll go with American Wedding. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that movie's actually kind of funny. I like that movie. Yeah, yeah I, um, I've never seen it. Las Vegas. You'll never get me to watch it. It's a not even film. Unless it, unless you want it for a unless you want it for a Sunday scary, you know. Yeah, I mean, mm. we'll talk about that. Yeah, I have a I have a <laughs> surprise about that in a minute. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Steve. Uh, I'm gonna go with American Wedding. Uh, uh just because it's got, Eugene Levy. It's got there Eugene go. Levy. That's all you need to know. That's. I mean, yeah. yeah. About it. Very important distinction, Miles. Is there going to be some sort of sexual mix-up? That we need to get uh, Jim's dad involved with. Will there be a, instead of a instead of a, a cake at your wedding? Is there going to be an apple pie? Okay, I have a very important question. Is Jim the name of one of the characters? It's Jason Big. Jason, yes. Jason Big. That's the main character. Okay, yeah, that's Jason very Big. important for me to know because Jim is also my dad's name. Oh. So that really <laughs> took me down a few dark corners. I didn't feel like going on mm. for a second I, there. That's so not, you really so you are going to have the pie at the wedding. Yeah. yeah. I do recall years ago when when John Hughes passed away. I, I upsetting Miles briefly because he did not realize I was talking about the the filmmaker John Hughes. Yeah, my my brother's name is John. Oh, <laughs> You're awesome. like, why are you being so official? And also, why do you know this? Yeah. Like, also, how did this news also get my to con- you? my condolences to you and your family, Miles. Thank you. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it's, um, it's a big I will loss. go American Wedding. I do actually like American Wedding. It's. I mean, good is a hard word to quantify. I, I do. I will go to. It's that better than the other high. choice we were given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Las Vegas is is like mediocre at best. Uh, yeah. The thing I liked about, especially the first three American Pie movies, American Reunion's fine, but it doesn't have this as much. You're the first three. It does a very good job of you're never laughing at them. You're laughing with them, and I yeah. and I think that's important because these movies, especially like raunchy teen comedies, really easily become like making fun of characters and there's so much affection for these people and even the ones like even like stifler fucking with finch like the eddie k thomas character like it's never done with like a picking on him way and you know they inevitably get paired together as much as possible in these movies so they can bounce off each other and obviously he gets to have sex with stifler's mom but like Mm. there's such a like we the the writer especially the guy who created the the franchise loves these characters so much and wants well for them that it, it really it, it seeps through even though I would argue the second and third one are not particularly well directed. The first one's directed by by Chris Weitz and Paul Weitz like the Weitz brothers. Like there's legitimate filmmaking there. The second two are, are kind of like oh they made money let's make more but the story was surprisingly like charming. American Reunion was you know I wanted to spend more time with the characters and the directed DVD sequels are terrible. Then I'd be picking Las Vegas. All right. Next up, we have The Hangover or Wedding Crashers, the one I assume everyone expected. Yeah, this is pretty obvious. Um, actually, I'd like Bradley Cooper from The Hangover at mine because I feel like he'd be good at like chaperoning people. He'd know where to find a good time. Yeah. Um... I actually really like the first Hangover. I know, like, its reputation has been sullied because the sequels are so bad. But that first one is a really solid, just, like, 
mystery comedy kind of thing and it had really good chemistry between its actors it was before zach galifianakis got kind of played out it's just a fun well-structured uh time and then wedding crashers is fine ironically i think bradley cooper's really bad in that one that was what? before he kind of became a thing oh he he's like so obnoxious in that movie that's the point that's the point yeah they overdid the point it's uh, it's every time he's on he's screen it was painful for me yeah, um but also i'm like so so on those kind of owen wilson vince vaughn we're bad guys but all oh, don't you feel bad for us kind of mm. movie. I, i'm just i'm not into it mm. uh so i go the hangover all the way on this one i'm gonna like immediately throw out that of the two movies regardless of who i'm picking i think i'm taking the lion from the hangover to your event mm. cool the tiger yeah. sorry i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna take tyson yeah, I'll take Mike Tyson. Yeah, knock all you guys out. Well, I'm not going to Miles' wedding. We've already established that. So, um, I'll be there in spirit, Miles. You know it. You know it. Appreciate it. You know, he, you know what I'm he, talking about, right? As he consumes the spirit. I'm winking. A poltergeist. I'm winking, and you know, you know, I'll be there in spirit. Um, I will take Wedding Crashers because I think Wedding Crashers is really hilarious i do think that the the hangover movies were soiled by their sequels uh like the hangover the first hangover is a is a good movie it just to me rewatching it some of the jokes have not particularly aged well um thanks a lot todd phillips um and then the sequels just start retreads of trying to capture the first one's magic Wedding Crashers, though, I agree with you, Miles. I'm not like the biggest fan of like the Vince Vaughn uh, sort of Owen Wilson vehicles a lot. Um, and we had like a great, like just stretch run of those for a long, long time, right? Uh, I like the intern. But I think that this is the best one that they ever did. It also has like Isla Fisher's sort of debut, and and Rachel McAdams is great, and Walken. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, I think and John McCain. Yeah. Yeah. McCain's in it. Right. Um, yep. and, uh, I think that, I think that I like Cooper in the film. I think he's the perfect sort of foil and villain. And then of course, who can forget? I mean, the great Will Ferrell, uh, cameo in that movie Me- and that they yelling, yelling meatloaf, mom, the meatloaf, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's freaking Yeah. Damn, I never know what she's doing. Yeah, I love them. Uh, yeah, it's a good movie. It still makes Fair. me laugh. Yeah. Fair. I will also uh, reiterate my terrible joke that when you said, like, they had a run of great ones, and I, I yelled the internship. Well, I mean, that I wasn't was just part- thinking about the internship. Well, that wasn't part of their run. Like, I'm talking about, like... That was that was part of their slow crawl to a relative. Yeah, that was... Yeah, like, that was... I'm talking about, like, start of the 2000s to, like, the 2010s. They were, they were pretty much, like, having so many films come out that they were a part of or producing. And then, yeah, like in, when we got to this past decade, it seemed like they were trying so hard to recapture a lot of that magic and then it just never worked. Yeah. And then they've always talked about doing a sequel to wedding crashers and it's just never worked out because of salaries well, think, or whatever. And yeah, I hope they I never Owen do. Owen Wilson just torpedoed it. Cause it was, yeah, he close. did. Yeah. It was going to be, um, it was going to, they were going to get all four of the leads back and it didn't work. And I'm, grateful they I mean, didn't do I it? Could, I could go either way on it, as we'll talk about in a second, but I mean, they're also two guys who, like, reportedly are not the best guys in the world. No, I've heard of, I've heard Owen Wilson's a good guy. Everybody likes reasons. Owen Wilson. Uh, uh, his wife doesn't like him, because apparently he's never met his child that he had. Oh, well, then that's bad. But, yeah, like, yes, like, we all know about Vince Vaughn. He's like, he well, and Mel Gibson hang out a lot. 
Yeah. Well, I think I think Vince Vaughn is I I think they both are like pleasant people, but I think they're like personal lives and opinions. Or listen, you're not perhaps. going you're not going to like a uh, like a brunch with your family with them. You know what I mean? They're, I mean, we opted ne- we opted to bring neither of them to Miles's wedding or bachelor party. So exactly. You, clear. And they seem like you have a beer with them, or you run them into them at a party. You say hello, and then you and then you move on with your life. Exactly. Hold on. As of like a few weeks ago, Wedding Crashers Two was on. I thought. Yeah, it's it's Here, not give anymore. Your, give your give your thoughts, and I'll pull up the actual the oh. actual thing. Mm. Okay. I, well, uh, well, here's my thoughts. Uh, when it comes to the Hangover, I think I think it was uh, six, uh, very uh, successful at doing what it wanted to do, and it kind of set the. Uh, it's one of those movies that everyone tried to copy afterwards, except for uh, Todd Phillips, who made. Uh, the follow-ups, and I couldn't. I did not understand the casting of Joaquin Phoenix, having him as some kind of killer clown. With like, <laughs> what the hell was he thinking? Totally, I mean, just like felt like left the, field. The tone is nothing the like irony, the original. Yeah, completely. So the dark. Irony is, I thought. <laughs> the irony is, I thought you were going to be legitimate and say that the two sequels were that way, and you wouldn't be wrong either. They're. Not I mean, the same I mean. Movie. I mean, yeah. I mean, if Steve you actually is look describing at it, the third one. Three in particular is like a yes. dry, ru- a test run for Joker. Yeah, it is yeah. a dark movie that it's, that has no jokes we are until watching, the end. We're watching Todd Phillips slip into madness. I think, yeah. and then he, you know, and then it's all revealed. He is the Joker. Guys, um, remember but when the seriously? Yeah, sorry. Go Steve, ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say. Just remember that the fact that they thought that the best way to pivot that franchise was to make it like a thriller. Yep. Or a drama, yeah. not make it yeah. funny. You know? I mean, you you have to almost admire the balls on it because two is like literally like copy pasted yeah, and changed a is. few jokes in the location. But you know what? I kind and of three is like could not be more different, and neither of them work. But I kind of but, but it's, a, like, it's amazing though that how it doesn't work. It seems like a film that would be just like copy, drop it out, and like okay, go in, uh, go yeah, into the, Word the and, and pull out a few seems... few. Like paragraphs and seems hard to fuck up like yeah these guys get into trouble and have to remember what happened in a new location it's also it's like, similar to like american pie where you think okay well they made the first one and the second one felt like the second you know, hangout like, movies you just yeah, want to hang yeah. out with them plot is never your friend in these the movies. problem is yeah. is that the jokes become worse like yes. the jokes are bad like the whole joke about like ed helms in the second one uh, yes. at the strip club is terrible. Oh, it's painful. It's it painful. Wasn't it wasn't good then, and it's, it's not, not good now. then. And then, like the funnier joke at like the only joke in the film for the third one is the fact that like they go back to Vegas, they have a, a night of debauchery, and then he has boobs in the morning. Oh, and, that was so and it's like that's not funny. That's just lazy. And, you know what's amazing is Ed Helm survived that, and that's Academy yeah, Award. He still works, and that's Academy Award nominee multiple times. Todd Phillips. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I'm going to yeah. straight up call this a push because I don't really like either of the movies, frankly. I'm um, surprised everyone's hating on Wedding Crashers. Like that's a I no, no. I, 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 I still haven't decided though. I, I I'm torn. I, I I agree. It's kind of a push. I do like both actually. I think the I first, think they're both fun. I think the I, the, the wedding crashing aspect of the Wedding Crashers movie is fun. I think once they yeah. get into the second half plot, I, it lost me. Well, yeah. yeah, let's go Hangover for that reason. I like too. the walking You're stuff. Right. 
the Walken stuff's yeah, funny, and the, and and the, the family. And there's and there's pieces of it, but it's not. Mm-hmm. But the the opening half of it is much better. The second half is almost like in meet the uh, meet the Fockers territory. Yeah, I was, isn't it? I was, yeah, I, I was in the, I was oh, in I like the forty year old virgin camp that year. So yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah, forty year old virgin's freaking hilarious. Yeah, and then the Hangover was was like it was funny, but also I remember going like opening night with uh, a couple of like friends who I knew from college, and they were like rioting laugh riotous laughter and i was like this is cute i guess like i i I just it bounced off me even then so i don't know what to say and here uh steve for your news they had everyone set up they were gonna film in georgia and puerto rico they were looking for housing and then an agent at uta told them that owen wilson was backing out because he had signed on to haunted mansion so so it doesn't mean it's dead but it meant he wanted to not make that movie for some reason so who's the same? He guy? wanted to do literally anything else. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, here's as a film that is kind of troublesome, you know. Nowadays, you would actually would think you would want to make that movie and maybe cor- course correct a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I guess not. Here, Sorry, Olson Wilson. You had your chance. Here's one designed for me to get mad at Miles. Uh, Clerks two or Hostel Part three. Oh God. <laughs> Um, so Joey is a big fan of Kevin Smith and that's good for him. (laughs) I am not. That's okay. I am not at all. I have not liked a single Kevin Smith movie ever. Wow. Um, it's just not for me, not my brand of humor. I, nothing about it works for me. I appreciate, it's like David Lynch. I appreciate that other people are into it, but not my jam. Um... I love the first two hostels. Part three kind of sucks, but I'll take it over Clerks too. You're a monster. Who's coming to your? Who's coming to your bachelor party? Um, the donkey from Clerks too. No, you know, let's bring in one of the hostelers. I like to live on the edge. Let's see what he brings to the party. All right, there we go. Bring it. Bring in the Takashi Miike cameo from the first movie. Be careful. (laughs) You could lose all your money in there. He's just he's just writing a uh, Phoenix Wright sequel in the corner while you guys are drinking. Listen, that's a dynamic that wouldn't be there before. That's true. Just yelling attorneys. Yeah, you bring one of the hostel guys. He could set up like a hibachi bar for you. Or, you know, ching mm. ching exactly. ching ching ching. You know, just bring a, in Roger Bart. He can also give us some musical theater while he's torturing. There you people. go. Who else can say that's out of the Bratchley? He party. also can yeah, give you a, a very specific uh, rocky you know, mountain oysters appetizer. Yeah, you can uh, introduce uh, your in laws to him. If you you know not a fan of this is my this is my friend the eunuch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I will. Yeah, uh, I'm not. You're just f- remembering that scene now. I'm just yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of the hostile films, um, and uh, and Clark's are like yeah fine. Um, Kevin Smith. This blasphemy. Just, I mean, he's just like the plainest director on the planet. Um, Red State though. Wow. Red State, really Jeez. good movie though. I really like Red State. Um, it's one of the better films. What that was that? Uh oh, someone's drinking too much. Oh, check no. on check on Miles. Yeah, somebody check on Miles. Um, though, what was the Walrus movie? Tusk. Tusk. God, what a bad movie. Yoga Hosers. Oh, Aren't uh, we talking about two two specific films? Yeah, yeah. you're all wrong. So stop yeah. shitting so, on things. So uh, and uh, what is uh, as Clerks Three? They made that right. I'm no, it's being potentially. Or they're making it. No, it's 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 done. 
Oh, it just um, hasn't. It's coming. It's like about to start screening. Lionsgate is going to put it out next year. I um, may be seeing it for reasons. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, if you hear somebody creaming themselves, you know that it's Joey. Um, uh, Clerks 2 is a fine film. And uh, I like a lot of uh, it's it's still funny. And uh, I'd bring uh, Rosaria Dawson. That's who I bring. That's the only yeah, correct answer out of all these. Yeah, she's awesome. Mm. And uh, we get to talk about Mandalorian. So fuck all y'all. Wow. What was that? Did you lose somebody? No. 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 Oh, okay. Um, so I, uh, when it comes to Clerks 2, I thought it was a big step down from the original. But I do not like Hostel, Hostel 2, or any film like that. I do not like torture porn films. Yeah. Um, and of which, Joker. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Can but I, so for that reason, this, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it to uh, to to Clerks Two. As as an aside, Steve, why can't we find Heather, and why are there a shitload of crumbs in the corner? <laughs> She's there's actually some marshmallows and uh, <laughs> and a Hershey bar. No, those are mar- no, those are marshmallows. Why, why, Steve? Why are you playing with a blowtorch? <laughs> He'll never, never tell. <laughs> yeah. Starting uh, a campfire. It's, it's clearly Clex 2 for me. Um, I do think Hostel and even Hostel Part 2 are pretty solid. I like Eli Roth. Hostel Part 3 is not him. It's also not good. Waste mm. of a good premise. Anyway. Clerks 2 is 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 good. So I'm I'm on there. Um let's speed through these. We have a whole nother one of these to do in a game to play. Oh, uh sure. so okay. uh Sideways or Bridesmaids. Oh, uh, these are two very good movies. Yeah. Um, I'd kind of want to bring both Paul Giamatti and Melissa McCarthy. I feel like they. I want to see them bounce off each other. You're gonna, I you're see gonna them at their worst together. You're gonna bring the guy who's having sex in Sideways when they have to steal a wallet. Oh just that, yeah, that's just that scene. sloppy guy. That's that's who you're gonna have to bring. Uh, this is actually kind of tough because they're very. It's kind of apples and oranges. I think I might go with Sideways, though. I feel like that's a film that, like, was very loved at the time and, like, people kind of forget about. But it's got such a good cast. It's got some of Paul Giamatti's best work. It's it's fantastic. It's apples and grapes, by the way, because of the wine. Ah, because wine. Yeah. Um, well, Miles is uh, Miles has got to learn uh, to sometimes pick the women. Uh, so don't be sexist, Miles. All right, you know your bride's not going to want that because uh, bridesmaids is the the, the choice. And uh, if I could bring anybody from these movies, it's those adorable goddamn puppies that Melissa McCarthy steals. Uh, they are ador- Those are some of the most adorable dogs on the planet. Uh, seven was too they- many. Yeah, seven was too many, uh, and they're, they're adorable. Uh, so I would, I would, uh, you know, my wife would, you know love to have all those dogs there at the house so yeah i would pick that but bridesmaids really good movie sideways i do really like the movie but it uh, but between those two i mean like bridesmaids is one of the funniest movies i've ever seen sideways is just like i I like i don't know i gotta be in the mood for sideways bridesmaids i can watch any day of the week and no matter what you're not drinking merlot i'm not drinking merlot Mm -hmm. okay uh bridesmaids is good Mm -hmm. Um, sideways is great. Yeah. Sideways. All right. There you go. Interesting. Keep this in mind for a potential uh, Oscar recalibration to come shortly. Mm. And the final one. Can we Gateway. recalibrate George uh, Paul Giamatti getting an Oscar nomination? Because that was a yes. And a half. I don't know who I, I mean, kick can... out though. Oh, we should add. It's that. a good. It's look... a no. It's a good five. 
It's a really good five. Oh, no. Yeah. Giamatti definitely should have been. Yeah, I'd probably kick out the winner. I'd probably kick out Jamie Foxx. Probably. Yeah. Um, finally, from this one, thank you again, Kay Flea. Wolf of Wall Street or Promising Young Woman? And uh, <laughs> choose wisely, I suppose. Though I think we all know the answer. Not necessarily. Um, I liked Promising Young Woman a lot. I think it was one of the better films of last year. But it the ending in particular left me kind of cold. Yep. Wolf of Wall Street, despite being three hours long, is a fucking blast from start to finish. So Wolf of Wall Street all the way for me. Oh, I was just implying who was coming to the, to the party, and it's Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah, oh hell yeah. They were yeah. all picking Margot Robbie. Actually, I'm sending um, Christopher Mintz Plus A to your bad little... <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, he can read us his fucking terrible novel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we, it's still it's still true to form uh, that I'm not the biggest uh, advocate for promising young woman. Um, talked about it a lot last year. Um, like the first two thirds, and then like Miles, uh, the, the 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 last third of that film really crumble it. And just it loses me. It's kind of what happened with like last night in Soho, too. Was that I was really vibing I think it's a with the different film. On that. Yeah, no, I, I think I, I think last night I, in Soho I I think is more severe, whereas uh, Promising Woman is more mildly disappointing. No, I think they're for me, gentlemen. But I don't for me, gentlemen. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. They were very similar in that I didn't agree. You're wrong about you. Ended, and I thought they ended on a f- like fumbling the football. And I think someone will nail uh, the ending on a film like this using this genre to do a contemporary uh, take on the Me Too movement. But for me, neither one of these has worked. I'm not trying to compare the films. I'm just saying in terms of only the football at the end. But Wolf of Wall Street is one of the best films of the last decade. Uh, And... I mean, the fact that like Martin Scorsese says he can make a movie like that at his age, it's 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 insane. So yeah, and it's super rewatchable, hilarious. But it's also it's hilarious because it's supposed to be a nerving experience, and people still get mixed up as to like, are we supposed to celebrate this or not? And it's like, no, this is this is hilarious, but you're not supposed to be laughing. In a lot mm. of ways. But I think there's a uh, I think there's a crowd that will celebrate it no matter. Yes, what. Yes, I I I agree. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like well, Fight that's Club. The same crowd that doesn't under yeah, exactly yeah, that yeah. doesn't understand that Fight yeah. Club is a dark satire. Yes, as opposed to exactly. the figure yeah. you should emulate. Yeah, and that's yeah. why it's kind of, and it's making fun of and and it's mm-hmm. d- talking about those sections mm-hmm. of men. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. They, they don't know they're the joke. Okay, yeah. so. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I really enjoyed it when I saw it. I haven't seen it since. I do have it actually queued up to watch. It's one of my uh, right now. You know, sit He's down and, and read and read giant line of cocaine. And we're <laughs> yeah, ready to watch Wolf of Wall Street. But right out of Heather uh, Graham uh, behind. You know, that, oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's what happens um, in the film. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, and There's then a lot of movies uh, in which Scorsese depicts people doing coke involving someone's ass. I've noticed. Yeah, well, you know, part as well. You know, if you're good at something, man, listen. <laughs> Man's yeah. got an interest. I like in Departed where like Jack Nicholson's like he wants some coke and he just takes a handful and yeah, throws it on the bed. On it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know that it was just like a bunch of baking soda or literally that was like Jack's stash for the week. You know, that's that's like that story I think I told a couple like a month or so ago when I was like apparently he uh, he, he ad libbed yeah. yeah, the ad libs of like 
she fell, she fell funny. funny. <laughs> yeah, such a great line. Pick her up. I think I want to fuck her again. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Steve. That's all right. That's all right. Promising Young Woman was uh, maybe my favorite film of last year. Definitely top two, three. Um, and I like the ending. I know a lot of people uh, turned on that ending. Uh, I thought it worked, and I I don't see I. You know, I wouldn't say a fable, but I'm, it's you, you have to. I think you have to latch onto the tone of the film and to oh, I, I, what they're yeah. saying and how they're saying it. And I think a lot of people turn and said, "Oh, it was so cruel," and you know, and and well, that's that really not my, that's not my problem. Pulled me out of it. Yeah. I, for me, I, th- I think it worked, and I, I liked. I, I, it had me thinking. It actually had me in tears after talking with my wife about it. Yeah, um, my wife. So fair yeah no um, i i just think that the movie is a little too twisty but anyway gotcha. sorry joe uh uh i enjoyed that wolf of wall street was my number two of that year promising Young woman was my number one of last year they're both fantastic i will ever so slightly go promising young woman they're both fantastic they're both perfect to me mm-hmm. um speed round ryan mcdermott wedding themed ones and just so you know we're skipping one because he also asked the hangover or wedding crashers amazing wow. um so what speed round on? frankenstein or bride of frankenstein Bride of Frankenstein. See, Ryan, I can support women. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <no>. Dead women. <laughs> Come on, Dead man. Women. Come on, man. They need to be alive. Uh, you're not really passing. She was the, alive at one. You're point. not passing the Bechtel test on this episode. What a um, serial killer! What a serial killer remark. They're all <laughs> alive at one point. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting worse and worse. <laughs> Just digging that hole. That man. doesn't seem very progressive about life after death. <laughs> um, yeah, Miles is right. Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, it's a sweep. They're they're both good, yeah. but Bride of Frankenstein mm-hmm. is the it's, more fully realized. It's, it's just story. got more going it's, on. Yeah, there's oh, a, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot more of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Melancholy. It, it builds or, off the original. Yeah, exactly. Quite literally, using the parts that work. Um, <laughs> Melancholia or Rachel getting married. Mm. Ooh, I do like both of these films. Those are good movies. That's yeah, best. Couple large feel bad movies. Best movie. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like Melancholia kind of gets lost a little bit at the end. The first half is so good that it struggles to keep up, whereas Rachel Getting Married is more consistent throughout. So I'll go Rachel Getting Married. Yeah, that's actually my favorite Lars von Trier film. Uh, and it was for a lot of people, too, in France when they first saw it until he opened his mouth at the press conference. Um, it's also kind of funny to say your favorite Lars von Trier movie, which is, you know. The one about the end of the in, world? Yeah. Well, also implying that you can have a favorite among, like, misery I mean, like, yeah, and that's the thing is like that. I think that movie is the is the best one that doesn't also go down a rabbit hole of like, what the hell are we doing here? Well, it's like, also like the only one that's not also like vaguely pornographic and something. Exactly, way. exactly. So, um, which is like, come on now. Um, I, but I, I agree. Sure I agree with I agree with Miles though. Rachel getting married is a fantastic film and one of the last great demis we ever got. Yeah. Mind you, I have nothing against going pornographic. But do it better. Is all yeah, you watch right? Kevin Smith movies. I was like say, nerd. For example, those are like nerd porn movies, right? I was going to use, for example, Pleasure out of Sundance this year <laughs> is like pretty much <laughs> yeah, as that's, close as you can get to porn. Well, yeah, but that's like the the topic of the film, right? Yeah, but like he, he his shock value is never his strong suit, is what I'm getting. Yeah, at. that makes sense. Yeah, right. Steve, I'm going melancholia. Mm-hmm. I, you sound very melancholic uh, about that. Yeah, no, but I, I enjoyed the second half. I, I actually like that and uh, Dancer in the Dark, which I don't think was. Yeah, Dancer in the Dark is really good. Yeah, yeah, it's another Bjork. No, it's it's, it's later Von Trier where he's like, I'm going to do the same things I kind of did, but also what's throwing a lot. I never of, saw like, that film. Leadership. What was it? The house that Jack built, right? I did. That was it's, called? it's 
it's uh, deeply upsetting. Yeah. Um, it is. It's not like I, there's not. It, he doesn't do the nudity in the same way, but like he hunts a small child for sport at one point, and like oh, has the mother like have a picnic. With that, are they doing that activity at your at your at your wedding miles? Mm-hmm. Punting the child. It's just the bachelor party. <laughs> okay, that makes yeah. sense. Well, I mean, he did watch. Uh, I'm gonna gonna leave now. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Rachel getting married. I I don't love Melancholia. I think Von Trier is just not for me. Hathaway's Rachel really getting married is in that movie too. Uh, Bill Irwin is fantastic in that movie. Rosemary DeWitt, like I love that. Movie. Oh, yeah. I I never understood how Rosemary DeWitt didn't blow up as an actress after that movie. Yeah. What you wanted her to blow up like die, like in a fire? No, like become popular and successful. Uh, I, once again, the the takes on women for Miles so mm. just fantastic. Well, he's got a chance to redeem himself now. <laughs> Kill Bill Volume One or Kill Bill Volume Two. Either way, Ooh. you're killing a guy. Yeah. It's true. Well, and, and uh, I, I, I actually really like both of these movies. I think they're both very good at very different things. Um, I think volume one is more rewatchable, though, and it does have that extended fight scene that's like among the best in film history. So very slight edge to volume one. I apologize to Ryan. This is a this is a, a, a very terrible thing to do because I have to abstain um, because of the fact that this is one movie. This is not two movies. Um, and so, oh, come on, uh, yeah. get over yourself. You can look up in this. Yeah, channel. really. No, it's these are, <laughs> this is one movie. And, uh, so I, Ryan McDermott gave you a question. I would like answer, Ryan McDermott it. to submit another movie opposite Kill Bill because these are, these are two movies. This is, these okay, are not well, two movies, no, but you know what? Within this very, within this very face off, we have talked about how a first half of a movie can be better than the second half of a movie. So even if they are the same movie, do you like the first half or the second half better? Hmm, well, good call. Good call, Miles. Well, one hostility wasted on his own petard. Uh, yeah is this how you talk is this how you talk to women no i'm just kidding um no, i'm just kidding um i do you like to think about that comment and think I, about how it makes you look i will mm. i do think he's wearing bikini miles yeah that's fair yeah i yeah my hair is my hair is up all right thank you um i think the second half if i have to pick a half of this movie uh, is well, you, you heard it. He likes the movie Kill Bill Volume Two better than the movie Kill Bill Volume. Nope, Steve, didn't say that. I like the second half of Kill Bill more than the first half. Though, well, Steve, as a whole, so film, first, you like the, the second, also known as Kill Bill Part Two, yeah. Um, yeah. Volume Two. The Superman. Uh, the I'm Superman gonna go with monologue. Volume One. I think Volume One is a, is a lot of fun. And if you're just gonna show a film to somebody out of the two, I guess you you would need to watch the second, but yeah. it stands alone. Uh, volume two works very well, but volume one is just has so much going for it that, like you said, that fight scene and uh, and the introduction to the characters is some of uh, Tarantino's best. The best thing, though, uh, Tarantino ever wrote, though, was the Superman monologue that David Carradine says in volume two. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Volume two is a better movie. Yeah. Volume one is more rewatchable. So Fair. it just depends yeah. on your mood. I think for the purposes of what I'm going to pick, if I'm just picking something, I probably go volume one, though, if you're watching like. If you're going to watch them back to back, you're going to probably enjoy two better. Or if you're going to watch like all of his movies. But if you're just putting one on, you're going to put the first one on. Well, that's like Uh, saying you'd rather watch Dune Part 1 or Dune Part 2. I mean. (laughs) Well, we have yet to see Part 2. Yeah, Mm because that's going to be one whole movie. Yeah. Right? All right. Bridesmaids is back up against Four Weddings and a Funeral. Oh. Good movies. Um... I've never been the biggest Richard Curtis fan. Wow. 
Four Weddings is fine. It's not my favorite of his. Um, so actually, in this one, I will uh, change my previous answer, and I will pick Bridesmaids. Uh, Miles, are you a Love Actually fan? Not really. Good. Good man. You're both monsters. Um, about time, though? And I hate Notting Hill. <laughs> about time? What? Haven't seen it, but I've heard good things. I about would probably time, like About Time's really good. Oh, I don't like About Time. I love About Time. I asked um, Miles, Steve. I was talking to Joey, Ryan. <laughs> uh, that's fine. All right, we're Steven? reaching the point in the evening when everyone everyone needs to re-up get back to their high. <laughs> no, um, I think I'll, I think I will go with Four Weddings and a Funeral. That that is a I really like that film a lot, um, and it also it's like one of those movies where you're like, wow, that was nominated for Best Picture, like a comedy getting into Best Picture, like good for them. And in all time of a lineup, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. clearly when the winner was like the five. It was the four for me, I think. Yeah. Hate the fu- I hate the winner. But being Joey's four, I'm going to go with four weddings and a funeral. There you go. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Still on Bridesmaids for me. Uh, though I, I think though. four weddings and a funeral is good. I just I, I do like other Richard Curtis's better. Not that That's it's, fair. you know, that what we're talking about. Uh, one more. Philadelphia Story or The Graduate? Oh wow, that's yeah. tough. Not bad, not bad. Uh, but The Graduate is one of my favorite comedies of all time, so I, it's not even close. Oh, um, yeah, it's The Graduate. The Graduate's masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna agree. Also, just quickly, it's The Graduate. Yeah, I'm gonna agree as well. All right, um, both are great. Graduate is top tier stuff. Faux show. Now, let us finish on a recalibration and let us do the year of bridesmaids. 2011? Mm-hmm. The year of the artist. Did we do that one? And Wait, didn't we did that one already? No, did I don't we? think we did that one. We did not oh. do this one. The artist? Uh, I thought. We didn't. We mm. might have done the Golden Globe year, possibly, but not not the Academy Award year. Okay. Um, at least I don't think so. I'm almost positive we did not. Hold yeah. on. I'm almost positive we did. <laughs> no, you know what? Maybe we. Didn't. I think you're thinking of something else. Like uh, I said, I said we did 2010 yeah. twice with once with Oscars, once with Golden Globes, but not this year. Okay. Yeah. We, I remember okay. because we, we did, would have made more of a fuss really, about the artist. We got to write these down. Yeah. Yeah, well, we should also have them somewhere so people can reference on like the a podcast or something like that, or like on the website. No, like a, no, true. someone if you want to read them and then send them to your family, and we can all yeah. we can all fight during Thanksgiving. <laughs> all right, well, let's, hey, they're wrong. If you and your family one. need something to fight about this Thanksgiving, hey. oh, damn, um, yeah, don't even get mm, me started. Mm, mm. Mm. It's going to be the supply chain this year, <laughs> right? All right. Oh no, we did not. We did not do this one. No. So here. Best visual effects. The, the reason you're thinking of it is because, like, so the, the the winner was Hugo. But here, two of the nominees that were that I'm not referencing for this were Real Steel and Transformers: Dark of the Moon. The reason I think you might think we did is because Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part Two. When we watched, we did we talked about Part One and Rise of the Planet of the Apes when we talked about an ape sequel. So like we've talked mm-hmm. about years that had other franchise elements. So are we mm-hmm. keeping Hugo or are we uh, pivoting to one of these? 
What uh, was it about Hugo that but gave it best visuals? I, I can't recall. Oh, Hugo. It was the three D visuals. Are you kidding me? It was the three D and all that shit. Yeah, I, th- I think keep it. I love Hugo. I'm sure that'll come up a lot throughout this recalibration, but I think that's a gorgeous film. Yeah, we're going to do that. Well, I think it's a gorgeous film. I just don't recall like the visual effects aspect of it. Like, there's a lot. How much there, was a lot practical of, like, and how much moving was... through the train station and stuff that like is mostly CG and like oh, all okay. the environments and things like that. And like the Paris yeah. and the train station. They, they use a lot of CG for the, the clock environments stuff. more than anything else. Mm-hmm. The clock. Exactly. Yeah. Well, okay. And re- recreating a lot of like George Millier's films, stuff like the that. dogs. Oh, yeah. yeah. OK. Yeah. And Sasha right. Cohen's mustache. We got one keep. Uh, recall. Keep it. Uh, I'll say keep it. So it, it stays. Just because I'm indifferent to real steel, I don't like Harry Potter. Yeah. I would have given it's it to Harry weakest. Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Transformers is awful, and it's the weakest of the Apes movies. You sick bastards. All right. Harry Potter hurts. Gets it, it, it suffers because it has, what, eight films? You know, it's like after a while, people yeah, are like, like, well, single amount. Well, you yeah. do because this is like the epic conclusion. Yeah, yeah like, but not really it. from a visual effects standpoint. Yeah. It's Y'all need to rewatch. That. Y'all need to rewatch that movie. Yeah, Y'all visual effects movie. wise, it's about on par with the previous three. Fair yeah, enough. exactly. Best mm-hmm. film editing. I don't know about that. Dr- Girl with Dragon Tattoo wins. If you recall, you've got the artist, where um, uh, as Vinicius, the director, is actually nominated as well. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, the Descendants, Hugo, which is Thelma, and Moneyball. Uh, you said Dragon Tattoo won. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep it. Keep I it. love the editing in that film. Yeah, the movie's got great editing because David Fincher rules. And? Are you keeping it? You have to say the words, Ryan. <laughs> what? Are you keeping it or recalling it? I already said, I already said uh, keep it. Steve? No, you didn't. We need yeah, it. I did. This, like, this, this is bit. like sitting in the uh, in the exit row on the plane. We need a verbal uh, conversation. Yeah, I say keep. <laughs> exactly. Keep. You can't be sleeping during this part, dude. <laughs> All right, keep it. Keep it. Yeah, keep go. it. Though I would have yeah. been fine with Moneyball as well. Yeah, Moneyball's great editor. Yeah. Best costume design, the artist. Uh, if you recall, Man. your options are a bit of a motley crew. You have Anonymous. <laughs> you have Hugo, Jane Eyre, and W. E. It's that Wii film. Isn't that the Madonna movie? Mm-hmm. I was about to say, I do not know what W.E. is. That's Wii. That's the Madonna movie starring Abby Cornish and Andrew Resborough oh. and Oscar Isaac and James okay. Darcy. Yeah. That um, thing that won Golden Globe for best song. The one that it's also known as We Try to Forget This Film. Bingo. Don't have to try very hard. Uh, recall. Yeah, I'm a recall. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it, but we're into the recall era. Uh, I want to give it to Hugo. I think the costume design in that okay. one is real sharp. Sandy Bell. I would like to give it to Jane Eyre. I think the costumes in that movie are spectacular and it's a very underrated film. And plus, that movie uh, doesn't get enough love um, for being one of Kerry Fuganaga's really beautiful films. So. Uh, I'm going to go and change my vote to uh, Hugo. Sasha Baron Cohen's costume alone is memorable. So, right. I mean, I guess I'll stick with the artist, but Hugo wins. There you go. God damn it! Best makeup, Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, the Iron Lady wins. If you recall, the Iron Lady. Yeah, 
God, I hate that movie. Um, if you recall, your options are Albert Knobs and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. The Iron Lady Christ. versus Albert There was Nobbs. makeup in Albert Knobs? Yeah, look at Glenn Close's face. <laughs> what? Uh, fair enough. Uh, recall. Uh, recall. <laughs> I, uh, you know, recall. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't care. I'll say recall because who gives a shit? Uh, out of these, I'll go with Harry Potter for all the Woo! fantasy stuff. <laughs> you know what? Because because you need to reward a part eight. That's what I always say. Mm. Now I can go to hell. Um, yeah, Harry Potter is the only one in this category that is worth a damn and actually good. And also, yes, reward the fact that like the makeup on Ray Fiennes every single time is spectacular. Yes. And that's very true. That's very true. So it's not a it's not a petty award. It's like it's like finally give them something for Christ's sake. Thing is though, that's what's strange is though that that character, he's been in that makeup for several films. So then do you five films and say, Hey, you know what we should give them the I mean I'm not I'm not against it. I'm just saying it's like that's what I think happens when you go like like giving Lord of the Rings Return of the Ring, not necessarily the best of the films, but give it something Mm -hmm. for the overall achievement. Miles Miles gets it. Well, well, I uh, I also get it. I'm going Harry Potter. Okay. I uh, Harry Potter wins, I abstain because I have not seen it. But uh, there you go. Oh. oh, you and your, you and your, you watch Kevin Smith movies all day when you want to watch Harry Potter. But he's watched Albert Knobs five times. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's watched Albert Knobs five times. Oh, uh, you'd be, best... you'd be surprised. There are people out close there. hasn't even. Uh, best cinematography. <laughs> Hugo. The, She'd be uh, like, Robert I did a movie called what? <laughs> the uh, Robert Richardson win that notoriously made Robert yell from like a distance. I remember uh, Anna said that he, she was watching the Oscars with him, and he like gave a guttural howl when it won over one of these nominees in particular. If you recall Hugo, Robert Richardson would lose an Oscar, and you would have the options of the artist, the girl with a dragon tattoo, the tree of life, and war horse. Uh, there's some solid nominees here, no doubt, um, but I would leave it with uh, Hugo and Robbie Richardson. What the f- Okay, recall. Um, recall. Leave it. I guess we're recalling. All right. Well, I'll leave it with Hugo, but a lot of praise goes to both Dragon Tattoo and Tree of Life. Tree of Life is one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen in my life. And Emmanuel Lubisky, I know he has other Oscars. I don't care. This is the work he should have won his Oscar for. And it's immaculate work. And it's one of the best films of the decade. My stance is you cross off the names after and you look at the work. Mm-hmm. I don't care who won or how many times. You can win 90 times. Mm-hmm. But in Tree of, of Life, he should win yeah. because yeah. it's quality work. So It's beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful movie. I mean, fuck well, they, they, I'm, uh, I'm going to go girl with a dragon tattoo and we default back to Hugo. There we go. Wow. How do we default back to We Hugo? all lose. No. Because if we, if there's a tie, it goes What's back the tie? to the... Uh, One vote for everybody. Dr- wait. Oh, no, wait. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 no. In that case, never mind. I'm going to Hugo. Sorry. Uh, I don't like Tree of Life. It's not winning. Fuck off. I thought, oh, fuck I thought, off. Uh, Ryan, I thought oh. it was something else. Yeah, oh. Hugo, Hugo wins. Joey plays a spoiler. That's his game. That's why we need five people for this, so we can't yeah, have... I, mean, I can't gonna... have this biased opinion coming in here. I mean, I'm still going to go last and make the rules. <laughs> Where's uh, Mitchell? Art direction. Yeah, that's that's how it should run. 
uh, Hugo, one art direction as well. If you recall, you've got the artist, Harry Potter I like and Hugo. Hallows, part 75. Midnight in Paris and Horrors. <laughs> uh. I'm sorry, what one again? Hugo. Hugo. Hugo, I uh, keep it. Of course. Uh, recall. Hugo is a film that had, it had some wins, and it's kind of forgotten for that. You know, people don't talk it's about because it's not a good movie. It's, it's a great movie. You shut your mouth. No, it's Lasso wow. Scorsese. This is what this is the porn that Miles watches at his bachelor party. Hugo. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and say Hugo was my favorite film of this year. Oh my god! Uh-oh. It has been said. My All right, favorite. I'm going to say recall it because it's interesting. Uh, I, I'd say keep it, but I guess we're in the recall, so let's try it. I stay consistent. Uh, I would give it to Midnight in Paris. I think the production design of that movie is absolutely immaculate. When they go back, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump Steve to say I'm also giving it to Midnight in Paris. Oh, you know which I don't really. I mean, I, 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 it's one of those things I hate, but I like because I'm like, okay, I was torn between the two, and if I can give it a win, I think I'll give it to Midnight in Paris. I agree. But Hugo is Hugo's got some um, use, uh, yeah, amazing art sets. direction. Yeah, yeah nothing good, against yeah. Hugo. Yeah, um, I mean it's just, it's a good looking movie. It's substance, yeah. there's none. Uh, sound editing. Uh, Hugo won. Uh, if you recall, the options are Drive, my favorite film of that year, yeah. Carol the Dragon Tattoo, Transformers: oh. Dark of the Fucking Asshole, and uh, War Horse. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be. That the was name the original the title. That was yeah. the original title. Yeah. 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 And then they were like, mm, maybe dial it back a little bit, Michael. God, that movie sucks so much. <laughs> um, Which so one's Dark of the Moon? Is that the third one? That's Second the third one. one. No, yeah, that's right. the third oh. one. I'm sorry. It's the one you said. Why did I pay money to see this? Yeah. Uh, if it's the third, the first, if it's the third one, it's not as bad as the second one. The second. I'm about to say it's the one. It's the one known as at least it's not Revenge of the Fallen. Yes. Yeah. It's the one where Patrick Dempsey is an asshole. Dude. They do have the best titles. Yeah. At least it's not Revenge of the Fallen. That's a great one. <laughs> at least it's not the Last Night. Oh god, they're all yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. No, the first one, except okay. for Bumblebee. Only Bumblebee is good. Bumblebee, Bumblebee in the, is Bumblebee in the, fir- the first yeah. one's good, guys. First, first one's sucks, okay, but it's yeah. not as good. as First Bumblebee. one's okay, yeah. but for, it's a, for it's a Transformers a, fan, yeah. it's it's a betrayal of, of the oh, people yeah. who follow I mean, this yeah, the franchise for. Sure. for but but I will tell you but, a story about that when we're not on air. Okay. All right. Here you go. Are we keeping it? Hey Joey, when we're not on air, tell us about the. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be consistent, and I'm gonna say recall. <laughs> ah. mm. Thought I was gonna zig and I zag. Yeah. <laughs> Recall. 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 Uh, Hugo is my favorite film of this year, but for sound editing specifically, I give it to my second favorite film of this year, which was Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, oh man. Yeah, that was my second favorite film of the year uh, too. Or actually, redid my rankings of this, so I have to go check while I'm doing this. But actually, I would give it a drive. I think the sound and editing and drives pretty freaking good. Same, actually. Yeah, I'm going to do drive as well. I was between the two of those, but yeah. I got drive. no problem with drive taking it. Yeah. Drive's good movie. Sound mixing. Very good Hugo, movie. Sound mixing, uh, Hugo one, sensing a pattern. Uh, if you recall, your options are Dragon Tattoo, Moneyball, Transformers Dark of the Sphincter, and Warhorse. <laughs> I'll recall again. I'll do a recall. I will do a recall. Recall. So much love for Warhorse. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Um, same as last category, I give it to Dragon Tattoo. 
Yeah, I'll give it a dragon tattoo. Dragon tattoo. I'll give it the money ball. Dragon tattoo wins. Almost gave it a money ball. Mm-hmm. To be fair. All right. Original song, Man or Muppet from the Muppets wins. If you recall your option, there. your option is Real and Rio from Rio. There was wait, two wait, there were only two nominees? There were only two nominees. Yeah. That's keep, weird. Keep in mind there were more than five songs in the Muppets. Mm-hmm. That's and there was weird. actually a, a better song in the Muppets, but yeah, uh, you know what? a happy song. Yes. Oh, I love that song. No, Man and Muppets. Um, I would say keep it. Man or Muppet is actually my favorite song from that movie. Hmm. I, I'd keep it. Man or Muppet's great. Yeah, keep I'd, it between these I'd two. Definitely keep it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. I love that though the Rio song the Rio song is sung by Jermaine Clement in the film and it was so it was Brett versus Jermaine technically on the night of the Oscars. Yeah. The flight uh, of the Concord. Yeah. How great is that? Best original score, the artist wins. If you recall, you've got The Adventures of Tintin, which is a John Williams. Hugo, which is a Howard Shore, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy, which is Alberto Iglesias, and Warhorse, also John Williams. Uh, the artist was uh, Ludovic uh, Borsay. Borsi? 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 Horsey. Warhorsey. Warhorsey. Yeah. Warhorsey. <laughs> I I, how much more would I have liked that book was called Warhorsey? Uh, I think a lot of people would have liked that a lot more. I, mean, I, I maintain my favorite line from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood remember, remains. I remember you. You were on a horsey. Horsey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's such a good film. Oh, that's With a great the, uh, film. The expanded book. Oh, I agree. Cover that is a great film. Today. I know I got uh, yeah it's on my Christmas list. It is uh, back in Brooklyn waiting for me. Um, Miles. Yeah, I'm gonna say recall. Yeah, me too. Keep it. Oh, I'll say keep it. We're in the recall. All right, All right this uh, is probably my only chance to show this movie some love, and I've I been think... public on this podcast about how much I enjoy this movie mm-hmm. uh, before. I War give it to Tintin. Oh. Painful. You know what, Miles? I agree. The score in Tintin oh. is is fantastic. It's go. some of my favorite recent John Williams. Oh, work, it is. It's like a it's like a like a last ditch bed of hope for the man. So yeah. You know, you guys reminded me about that. You know, the, his score. I I probably would have loved it if I could have stayed awake during that terrible film. Uh-huh. I'm going with the artist. Speaking of a terrible film. Uh, I mean, I have a binary choice now. I guess I'll go with the artist. Yay! Congratulations, the artist. You keep an an Oscar. (laughs) There won't be many more. Yeah, there won't be many more, and also no one will ever remember your work. That, too. (laughs) Sad reality that that's true. Yep. Uh, Quickly, (laughs) uh, best documentary feature, Undefeated One. Your options were Hell and Back Again, If a Tree Falls, The Story of the Earth Liberation Front. Paradise Lost 3 Purgatory and Peanut. I'll leave it. I'd like to recall. It's recall. Uh, I'll say leave it and we'll recall. Still leave it. I would uh, would choose Paradise Lost 3 Purgatory. That is a brutally um, just just one one of those documentaries you just thinking about it right now you're like jesus that's there's a lot yeah. in that so yeah i would go with that movie Steve. Steve. i'm gonna go with uh paradise lost as well oh uh, yeah i'll do it as well yeah 
Undefeated's fine. It's a stomach turner, but it's uh, yeah. it, it's uh, an amazing. It's just it's I, very well done. Yeah, it's just like man, this these it's, guys' story. It's, it's wild mm-hmm. that he's such a good documentary when it comes to this stuff, and such a yeah. bad filmmaker when it comes to the drama versions of these things. Yes, because Joe Berlinger does true crime documentary, The Paradise Lost Trilogy. It's phenomenal. His two narrative films, most recently, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Cruel, Extremely Wicked, whatever the hell the. The fucking bundle. The one with Zach Efron? Yeah, the one that was like very quickly, you're like, I don't like this anymore. Like, it was kind of okay for a little bit. And his other movie is Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Oh my Ooh. God. He did that? Yep. Holy That's shit. That's fascinating. That is. What a, what a, imagine at the time hearing that the guy who made a Paradise Lost documentary, which they were all well received, right? Yep. was going to be making the narrative Blair Witch sequel that was going to take the first movie as if it was basically a documentary. How exciting I mean, must that have been at the time? I mean, sign me up. To be like, I don't want the sequel, but fuck, that's an interesting take. Yeah. And then nothing. Um, here is uh, Foreign Language. There's no way. Be, I'm just going to say this say right the now. Quickest, quickest one we'll yeah. ever do. Separation wins. If you recall which I don't know why you would. Your options are Bullhead, Footnote, In Darkness, and Monjur Lazar. Just, yeah, leave it. Why don't we just move on? Yeah, we're, we're all leaving it. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, no one wants Bullhead? I mean, Bullhead uh, is okay. a good movie, no, I'm, I'm, It is I'm the kidding, second I'm choice, kidding. but still. Um, Bullhead is a good movie. Animated feature, Rango wins. Now, there's a movie that I can't figure out whether people here would love or hate. Mm. Um if you recall, your options are Cat in Paris, Chico and Rita, Kung Fu Panda 2, and Puss in Boots. I am Puss in Boots. In Boots. That is a phenomenal line delivery. I am Puss yeah. in Boots. I am Puss in Boots. boots. Now there's a man yeah, who well, understood the assignment, well done, as the kids say. Yeah. Love Antonio Banderas. Um, it's not a great lineup. No, it's, uh, bad. No. it's bad. It's bad lineup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rango, I've always had a soft spot for. Maybe it's because it's the only film I've ever seen on acid. Um, <laughs> and I feel like it plays especially well on acid. Totally I mean, these are the totally things that come out lost. during a bachelor totally party. I mean, Johnny Depp probably filmed it on acid, so there you go. Yeah. Hey, right. I mean, that's, uh, a, Miles, that's a great thing Miles, about that movie is that they shot that in a warehouse and then they sort of... Yeah, I do, I do know, have some actual... Look. I have some respect for the way they made it like that. And I love Gore Verbinski in general. So yeah. I'd say leave it. I would leave it only because I like that Gore Verbinski has an Oscar. Sure. And that's the only reason why. I'll say recall it, but I don't have strong feelings. This is a category made up of number fives. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll leave it because I'm tired. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Kung Fu uh, Panda Two would be the only one I ever replace it with. I mean, I think a Cat in Paris might be my number two, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, adapted yeah, screenplay, The Descendants wins. Recall. Your options, if you recall, uh, Hugo. Oh, The Ides of March, Moneyball, mm-hmm. and Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy Snore. Re. Uh, recall. Recall. I say recall. Uh, Although I'll, I do I like mean, the winner. I like it, so I'll say leave, but I know we're recalling. Uh, for screenplay out of this group, I actually go Moneyball. I really like this one. Yeah, it's Moneyball. Not even close. 
I agree it's Moneyball, but I do like The Descendants. I do like The Ides um, of March. I like The Ides of March. I like The Descendants. I love Moneyball. So I'll go Moneyball. Though, Ides of March is probably my number two. So I can go that one too and Moneyball still wins. So either way, Moneyball wins. Original screenplay, Midnight in Paris wins. Woody Allen. Keep in mind, we're not judging Woody Allen. We're talking about the script. Woody Allen does not win as a person. As a screenwriter, we shall see. If you recall, you have the artist, as Vinicius. We have Bridesmaids, the reason we're doing this, Kristen Wiig and Annie Momolo. Margin Cole, JC Chandor, and a separation, Asghar Farhadi. Um, yeah, putting aside Woody Allen as a person, Midnight in Paris is probably his last great movie, so I'll leave it with that. It is, it is truly uh, one of the best screenplays of the time, but I'm going to recall it just because it is Woody Allen. As much as I like, the, as much as I like the film. I, I will I'm erasing it, so I'm the name after it. it. I'm going to leave it I'm to Steve it. to figure it out. I'm going to I'm going to leave it as well. Yeah. I would have I would have gone, gone I would have gone Chandor because that screenplay for Martin. That was Collins probably my second choice. It's so a, a fucking great screenplay and nobody Steve, ever talks about done? Uh, maybe a separation. Oh yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, interesting. So, but but I Midnight would, in Paris is a really good. I, yeah. I think I watched that movie like four times in theaters. It's I definitely it saw it twice. Fun. Yeah. I, I would I would switch out to a separate. Like Woody in Paris would have won either way. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um. Now we have to correct some wrongs <laughs> as we get to these big categories. Uh, first up, Octavia Spencer in The Help. Um, if you recall, your options are Berenice Bayo in The Artist, Jessica Chastain in The Help, because that's the one out of 30 films that year they picked, mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy, Bridesmaids, and Janet McTeer in Albert Knobs, because you remember that performance. Albert Knobs. Uh, recall. Recall. Uh, I'm gonna watch Albert Knobs again tonight for the sixth night in a row. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so I'm gonna Steve, recall it. Little, you know how they have the not. 25 days of Oscars or the it 30 is a days of Oscars. He has the 31 days of Knob. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was prepping. I was prepping for the bachelor party. There you <laughs> go. Uh, I'm gonna recall it. Albert Knobs. Albert Knobs. Yeah. <laughs> just go up to everybody at the wedding. And go. Hey, have you guys seen Academy Award nominee? <laughs> Albert Knobs. It would be more. It would be more off-putting for Steve to be at a a drunken debauchery party to be shouting Albert Knobs Albert than if he Knobs. was shouting Albert Fish, the serial killer, at people. Oh, like I would. It would make more sense if he was chanting Albert Fish at people. Like, anyway. Oh, I guess he's a true crime guy. Yeah. Oh, right. Must have listened to a podcast. <laughs> uh, um. Albert so, out Knox. of the artist's many perplexing nominations, Bernice Bejo is actually the one I like the most. But that said, I am going with Melissa McCarthy because, regardless of where her career has gone since, you can look at this performance and see, well, obviously she was going to blow up. Yep. Wow. Well, um, I'm going with her, too. I'm actually going to go with Jessica Chastain. Okay. Um, I think her performance in The Help is, is the one of the best things about it and she had such a monumental year um that i know you usually you know the oscars usually do that thing where they try to award someone you know for the bevy of work kind of like alicia vikander and but texas like, killing her, fields was right there i mean well i mean i think of her work in take shelter Yes, that was the best. Is, is that, that that one should have been nominated, and sh- if that was yes. there, I would have given yeah. it to her. No, and, no but question. I think she. I think there there is a lot more to that character 
if you remember the film and um and yeah there's some deeply emotional scenes for her so yeah i would go with chastain hmm well Huh, huh, huh. Well, Joey, did you mention anything? Were you throwing some oh, hints I, I, out there? I, I, I went Melissa McCarthy, and then I was going to make a joke about, like, what could it have been Coriolanus for Jessica Chastain? That was a good okay. performance, too. I mean, yeah, there's also movie. the debt, right? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm going McCarthy, so I guess your choice cool. now is uh, McCarthy. Uh, Spencer or McCarthy, Basically. essentially. Well, uh, well, no, I'm sorry. Actually, it could be, it's... yeah. Chastain is, is on my list. You could do um, Chastain, which means Spencer. Yeah, or you could do McCarthy. McCarthy wins. You know what? I I'm not a huge fan of this film. It's a good film. It's not a great film. I always wonder why people. I scratch my head when people say it's you know the best and all, and one of the best comedies. It, it's okay. Oh god. Um, it has some laughs. Um, the the first two thirds are better. The last third is like eye rolling. Um, talking about Melissa McCarthy though. Melissa McCarthy deserves the vote. And bridesmaids gets a, an Oscar. Woo, okay. We avoided we avoided disaster there. All right, um, and here's a category that I'm curious what's going to happen. Mm. Sporting actor Christopher Plummer, Beginners. If we recall, you could bizarrely go Kenneth Branagh and My Week with Marilyn. He's going to get Oscars this year. He doesn't need one. Yeah, you can do Jonah Hill and Moneyball. You can do Nick Nolte yeah. and Warrior. Mm-hmm. Or you could do Max von Sydow and extremely loud and incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't don't Sorry. don't do that. What a performance! Uh, I feel like there are two options here, but we'll see. Um, I do love that Christopher Plummer had an Oscar before he passed. Yeah. Oh, no. um, don't do don't now, do this. Now that he has the man passed, is dead. Now that oh, he no. has passed and it can't hurt him anymore, I will recall because there's a performance. Just looking at the performances that I do like just a little bit better. Miles, what do you mean? What do you mean it can't hurt me? You son of a bitch! Why is <laughs> oh my god, Chris, it's the ghost to Christopher Plummer! It sounds like gotta go. Max von Sydow. It does. <laughs> Goodbye! Now it sounds like Kenneth, now it sounds like Kenneth Branagh in my week of Maryland. <laughs> It's now, really just... now do now do Nick Nolte and Warrior. Yes, yeah, now do, now, hey. now, now do Jonah Hill. Now listen up, yeah. Oh, we gotta turn the ship around. <laughs> Don't take it away from Plumber. All right, this, that's not even close to Nick Nolte. Get out of here, imitation Nick Nolte. <laughs> Clean I'll up do, the I'll do a body. I'll do a recall. I'm recalling. Uh, well, after all that, <laughs> I'll, I'll say. You know what? I'll say leave it so I can be the one supporting Christopher Plumber. All right, let's do it. <laughs> no, I think. Christopher Plummer is great in Beginners. I think he gave better performances in other films. I think sure. he should have won for The Insider, personally. Fuck yeah. um, But out of these nominees, my favorite has to be Nick Nolte in Warrior. He is so good in that film, so vulnerable and just so raw. I, I think if he were to ever win, that would be it. Also, I want to give Warrior an Oscar, so I'm, I'm doing that as well. Though, it really should be Albert Brooks, but he's not there. Well, yeah, if Albert Brooks been nominated, this Albert Brooks story. in that category is is Oscar morning tweet mm-hmm. remains one of my favorites. You don't like me. You really don't like me. Brad Pitt <laughs> also too for uh, for Tree of Life. That would have been great. Nah. Um, right. We got one on the board for Nick. Two on the board for Nick Nolte. I will solidify the Nolte win because Ooh. I think that that is one of the most heartbreaking, honest, raw 
performances we've ever seen nominated in the two thousands. I love I, that I, performance, and that's my a God. movie. I would argue should have three Oscar nominations for acting. I mean, Agreed. I think that movie should be nominated for directing in picture. And picture. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Like that, that movie. That movie should have been year, no doubt. Like cinematography, like editing. Like talk about a movie that's editing is yep. so truly, good and important. Truly, like, are Rocky. Yeah, I mean, really. Yeah, in in I, many in many ways. I went I went to see it at like a sneak preview. Remember those things where they were just like two <laughs> yeah. weeks early? Like you could buy a ticket to a movie, you like, and you never know what it is. Yeah, I oh yeah, I love those. Those are like you mm. would be great. I'd be like, I'm 100 percent going to see this movie two weeks early. And I remember just like I think I actually talked someone into a ticket back when you would stand there and like sometimes you'd pick what you wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how it came up, but I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a writer, I'm a film critic, like I'm going to see this. Like maybe you want to go. And they're like, oh yeah, we'll do it. And I remember here it was like a like a couple. And at a at every time Joel Egerton would win, the guy would like stand up and cheer, like it was so delightful to watch people. It was so that crazy that that movie wasn't a hit. Because of the yeah. fact that, like, I think a movie like that would total maybe it's just a different time, but uh, and it didn't it, really have the social media. But I'm telling you, a movie like that, could have, it would play so well. I mean, there's such a fan base for it. It's so good. Still plays. Um, Steve, 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 do you agree? We didn't get your vote. I'm, I'm going to agree. Okay. There we go. Uh, no go. shade on, on, sweet... on uh, Plumber. I love Plumber or, or and I miss him. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Jonah, Jonah Hill's. Great. Jonah Hill's great. It's it's a pretty good category. Like Brana's not of, yeah. Brana's not bad either. He's he's Brana, always Brana was, wanted to be Lawrence of Olivia, and he got his Brana, chance. Brana yeah. and Cedo are not bad, but when you're like, oh, Cedo's terrible. He shouldn't be nowhere near I that mean, category. I don't no, hate that it, but film's like, terrible. When you know who I think should be in this category, is sitting right there. Well, I would also say someone that should be in this category, and Miles, you, you'll agree because you love Hugo. I think like Ben Kingsley should have been in this. For, like, I his thought if Ben Kingsley yeah. was here, that would be my vote. I think that's I, one yeah. of his best. He's, my he's, other one, yeah, he's my other one is Corey. Yeah. Corey stole from the Dead Bears. Oh, oh my god, he is. Who wants in, to like, fight? Two scenes. He's so good. Yep. Oh that's my what, god, that category so should be made for it. But alas, here's here's what better be a slam dunk. Best actress. Let's. Not give the Iron Lady a second term. Jesus Christ, Meryl Streep. What? Um, if Albert Nobbs. Albert Nobbs. You, you, you can give Glenn Close her Oscar. Um, <laughs> you can give Viola Davis another one for the help. You can give Rooney Mara her first Oscar for the girl with the dragon tattoo, or you can give Michelle Williams her first Oscar for my week with Marilyn. Mm. Recall. <laughs> Recall. Recall. Down the brass tacks. Uh, give Albert it to Rooney Mara. Nobbs. She's phenomenal. Uh, same. Albert Knobs. Hold on. Listen. Listen up. Listen to the crowd. Albert Knobs. Albert Knobs. Shut the door. Albert Knobs. <laughs> Albert. Steve has been joined by Albert Fish, and they're both choosing Albert Knobs. I. I mean, I have to agree. Rooney Mara and the girl with the dragon tattoo is spectacular. Though yeah. I do think Viola Davis is very good in the help, and. Obviously, Michelle Williams is a talented actress. I would give. I would not she's give her this. A, she's she's doing a thing there. She's but doing no. the best she can. She's I think miscast. She's uh, trying to save that movie. As best and my yes, and my god, though there was no saving that movie. Speaking no. of not being able to save this movie, my god, Meryl Streep in the Iron Lady. What a fucking terrible movie. Terrible performance, performance. That like literally like you are making me try to feel bad for for this knob you know what i mean it's like it's like like, like I, I, it's just weird it's just strange that i don't it, it 
Like she is an actively like liberal person, and why she wanted to play Margaret Thatcher, yeah. I'll never like, it understand. Would be like, it would be like if Kenneth Branagh was like, "I want to do the sympathetic Trump," and it's like not the same. Thing, per se, <laughs> but like, oh, I- I'm from another country. Like, oh, I'm gonna do the misunderstanding. No, it would be like it would be like if Tom Hanks wanted to play Trump. It doesn't make any fucking sense no. why they why she would want to do that. Or he would want it would to do be, that. It would make as much sense as if Streep was like, I'm going to play, uh, the hell was uh, the last prime minister in, in the UK, the lady. I'm going to play uh, Theresa May. Theresa May, yeah, exactly. Like, why? Yeah. What What about or, this appeals or, to you? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Rooney Just Mara. bad. Bad across the board. Yeah. No, Rooney Mara, you want to talk about like a oh. career-making performance that's like, goddamn. Yeah. The fact that we never got that sequel. Mm-hmm. Well, we did. It's just a complete recast. Oh, I, you know what I meant. Yeah. With oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You're talking about the Iron Lady Two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Iron Lady Two was called fucking. Yeah, it's called Man. Iron Casket. Yeah. Okay. Um, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to put my two cents. Actually, in. no. It was, uh, it was I, a sequel. It was called Julia and Julia. No. <laughs> hey, you leave Julia and Julia same, alone. She's fantastic in that film. Performance to me. Oh no, she's Julia and Julia is fantastic. Her and Stanley I'm Tucci. Prime Minister Julia. No, Child. yeah. Oh, yeah. so Joey, Joey, movie, Joey, Joey. He, Ryan has a point. She did wear an apron in that movie. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, and so, made you fuck, so off, fuck off, both of you. That movie made you actively dislike Amy Adams. That's hard. Well, it's because she's terrible. She's yeah, well, that, yeah, that was the. If it was just a Julia Child movie, that movie would have won all the Oscars. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And it's, a, it's a shame they didn't make one because it's an interesting life. But yeah. two, okay, yeah. so quickly, Michelle Williams. I love Michelle Williams, and therefore I'm not giving her my vote because <laughs> that film was eh. Rooney Mara for the girl with the dragon tattoo. All right. Mm-hmm. Best actor Jean Dujardin for the artist. If you mm-hmm. recall, Demi Bashir, A Better Life, one of the cooler nominations, and that like way to make a small movie happen. George Clooney, The Descendants. Gary Oldman, Tinker Tailor, Soldier Spy, and Brad Pitt, Moneyball. Talk about a weak year for Best Actor. Oh, uh, recall. Oh, well, oh, okay. All right. I would say there's two great performances. I would say there's one great performance. There's two good performances. No, there's two. There's two great performances that are not in here. Well, there's plenty that are not. Or actually, there's three. No, there's three great performances that are not in here. I mean, uh, it's Gosling. No. Oh. Okay. Fastbender, and, and Michael Shannon for Take Shelter. Oh, yeah. Michael Shannon right. should have been there. What was Fastbender's this year? Shame. Shame. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fastbender was my death. favorite performance of the year. Yeah, so fucking good in that movie. Yeah. Right, um, so I assume we're recalling, right? Yeah, we're all recalling this. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm not recalling. No, we're, we're still recalling that. Still I, I, I think honestly, I'm not. I not He's saying not where my vote's going. There's one performance. He's not bad. <laughs> He delivers the performance that's needed for the film, and he yeah. does it very, very well. So, I have no well, that's what we should give Oscars five. for: is doing the job. Right? Yeah, doing the no, minimum. I have no problem. No, with not doing the, the minimum. Doing performing and delivering where he what yeah. he needed to do. If he <laughs> no, shows no, no, up and I, does it, I, I, I think he does exactly what that movie needs him to do, and I think he does the yes. best version of that performance he could do. Yeah. That doesn't mean that's a good performance. That doesn't it's mean not, it's, it's an, not even that it's a bad performance. It doesn't mean it's an it's Oscar. Just, it wasn't challenging. Movie yeah. It wasn't a challenging performance that, in would, the way that be, most people would judge I'm film. Fine uh, with him in the five. It's a very weak winner. So Miles, who's okay. your winner? Out of this group, uh, for me, it's hands down Brad Pitt and Moneyball. I think it's uh, some of his best later career work. Yeah, it's Brad Pitt and Moneyball. It's Brad Pitt's best performance of his career. 
period. Mm-hmm. And Moneyball is such a fucking good movie. It is. And I I I love this movie. I love Pitt in this. I mean, just the sort of range of emotion and Joey, as a baseball fan, you have to pick Moneyball. I mean, I do also well, love Clooney in this, but yes, it is going to be Moneyball. I'm going to say this. How do you pronounce his name? Um, Brad Pitt. That's my <laughs> yes. That's my vote. Billy Bean. All right. Though I do like Oldman in Tinker Tailor. I, I just I, I like him. I don't like the I think film. He's Honestly, one of I, the least interesting performances in that movie. Yeah, That's I never fair. got on board with that movie. Uh, I but, like uh, Clooney, and, and, and Bashir is very good. good. Just like, yeah, not a, not a, not and Bashir really like, ran the room that year. Yeah, you know, and, he, he, and, he hustled, and, and credit to him. And and uh, and I like Clooney in The Descendants. I'm not a fan yeah. of the film, but I think he's very good. Yeah, director has issues wins for the artist. If you recall, oh. which I feel like we're going to, your options are Alexander Payne, The Descendants, Martin Scorsese, Hugo, Woody Allen, Midnight in Paris, again, just the movie, and mm-hmm. Terrence Malick, The Tree of Life. I uh, recall. 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 Uh, Going back to my Hugo love, give it to Scorsese. Also, best film that ever made use of the 3D gimmick while it was at its peak. I don't know, Alice. Aside from from Avatar, right? Fuck Uh, Alice. Right, Ryan? No, and fuck Avatar, too. (laughs) Fuck them both. Hugo did it better than any other film. Cut him off, people. The best Uh, one. This guy has to get married in a few days. The best one is, unfortunately love no <laughs> uh, no, no actually gravity. i would say uh, i think the transformers films do a great job with the because everything's being thrown at your fucking face yeah, so but, it's kind of hard for it guess, to but, did, but, did guess but they're bad movies yeah, but that, uh, that's like extra frosting on a cake that's yeah. not necessary i mean guess, gravity yeah. gravity was the best Listen, okay guess oh, it's between hugo and gravity and, gravity is in, good. in love mm-hmm. um enough enough about 3d what are we doing with director <laughs> scorsese still i would go i would go with terrence malick for the tree of life. Wow. Steve. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm staying till the end because. Uh, yeah, don't say anything. And I know where Joey's, he's not going with tree of life. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I'm torn. Be- I, I like, actually, I like all five. Um, I'm torn between two that haven't been chosen. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go with, uh, sorry, but I'm going to go with midnight in Paris and whoever directed that. Well, that person just Some got another guy. Oscar. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, That's one of my favorite films. I would have gone Scorsese if not, and and Hasmanejus would have kept the Oscar. I, I would have gone Descendants. It was my my other. I would have I would have um, been acceptable I, acceptable of that. I my, mean, my yeah. second would have been Terrence Malick. Actually, I would have been with you, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, look, I, 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 look I like Midnight in Paris, but I'm not forgiving him more. Like guys, like I can't give him more. Listen, Even though I love that film, it's like he's, that one is specifically. It's not for the film. That one is specifically gonna, for the person. You know he's going to be on the podcast next week to talk about. Yeah, it and I do not want to. I will not be here for that episode if that happens. Uh, and plus, Malik's never won one. Like that's the that's the one thing about that. Well, it's like that's the thing about these is I want to. I want to get well, some people. He's now making some. actively bad movies, so he's never going to win one. Yeah, and this was like, well, a hidden life was really good. I oh, will say that. Uh, yes, it was. Um, it was. Yeah. It was less bad, maybe, but it was more boring. All right, God. best yeah. picture. Terrence Malick better than Kevin Smith. You heard it here. I mean, I'd agree with that. They're making yeah. different movies. That is not a. No, they're making films. They're in the same. They're in the same mm-hmm. ballpark. Well, hold yeah. on. Terrence wait, Malick wait, wait, is wait, making wait. films. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, Kevin Smith's actually making fanfics. So. 
that's not what we're talking about. But <laughs> there there is that that is that's like saying comparing Terrence Malick to Takashi Miike. There there you can't. Well, like, not, one is Picasso, the other one is finger painting on the weekends with your kids. Yeah, but more people enjoy finger painting than Picasso. Do they though? Yes, because everybody finger paints. Very few people see Picasso. Yeah, everyone can finger paint, but not everybody can be Picasso. And that's what Yeah, but at least, uh, listen, navel gazing is what he does now. All right, The Artist, one best picture. If we recall, your options are The Descendants, extremely loud and incredibly butthurt. The Help. (laughs) I like how you said that a movie about uh, the towers falling. Yep. Hugo, (laughs) Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, The Tree of Life, and Bet You Forgot War Horse was in this lineup. War Horsey. Yep. <laughs> oh, there's the war horse. Whoa, horse. What a horse. You never made it to the I'm, glue factory, huh, buddy? Who can't vote for a horsey? He's the special guest this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> what a way to what a way to end a bachelor party. One of my favorite things <laughs> that um that Mike Ryan does on occasion is he does fake interviews with animals from films like Blue from Jurassic World and shit like that. I so want someone to do it with Clifford. Did he do it yet? No, I um, would say every, I, I would love to see that. I just love that every question responds with like a, a, a moan or like an animal so, uh, notice. And then when he goes, thank you for taking time, they always end with, well, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. I just love the consistent like <laughs> joke that maybe only amuses me, but I love it every time. All right. What are we doing? Recall. 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 Keep it. Uh, it's not a bad lineup. Um, I think I've been pretty consistent for most of these so i'll bring it in home uh my favorite was hugo um i think i will go with my favorite film of this year uh, and it is in this lineup and that is moneyball i think that movie is just as impactful and just as important as the social network and just as telling about the future of sports than just about any film has ever done. Pitt's great. The script is great. Um, Bennett Miller's direction should have been nominated. Um, I agree with that completely. Just overall, one of the great sports films of all time. And so, yeah, I would go with Moneyball. He should have knocked out that creep who directed Midnight in Paris, who's (laughs) giving him awards. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, I'm a little bit torn because I enjoyed the artist. Um, and if I give it to Hugo, then I think I know where Joey's vote's going. Um, and it goes back to the artist. So, you know, no, you know what? I watched Moneyball recently, and it does, it, it, it's worthy of, a, of an Oscar for this for Best Picture, Moneyball. Um, yeah, Moneyball wins, because I'll even go Midnight in Paris, and Moneyball still wins. Um, oh, you oh. – if, if, if I went with Hugo – I would have gone. What do you go? I would have gone to Hugo, and then it would have gone to the artist. Mm. No, oh, it's I gone to Moneyball. No, Money. no, because it's not a tie. No, hold on, I want to hear this. Moneyball. No, it would have been two Hugos and two Moneyballs. No, no, because it was. He went Midnight in Paris. I went Moneyball. No, no, no. If if I went with Hugo, yeah. it would have been me and Miles Hugo. Oh, Moneyball. Well, in you. In that case, I would have gone. I would have gone Hugo over the artist. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, Interesting. but it went to Moneyball, and Moneyball won. Yeah. Listen, I'll I'm, say I'm, this. Moneyball, my favorite movie about baseball. There you go. Oh, yeah. not, not mine, but close. I mean, it's probably... It's a pretty good lineup. It's, it's, it's there's, there's year, about, right? bull, No, it's Bull Durham. 
figure. Yeah, there are three okay. films I would toss out of this lineup, and the rest I enjoy. I, I mean, I, I would. I would redo this entire idea. lineup except for the Tree of Life and Moneyball. Well, you're talking about adding. I'm I'm, I'm talking about subtracting. If yeah, you're no, what about, I'm saying is I would subtract everything but Moneyball and the Tree of Life, and I would replace them. Let's see. Oh, okay. What do I got? I would have Drive. I would have Shame. Drive. I would have Moneyball. Shame. Mm-hmm. I would I'd have, have Contagion. Night in Paris. I would have put okay. Dragon Tattoo in there. I would have Dragon Tattoo. I would have Warrior. Warrior. Cabin in the Warrior Woods. For sure. Cabin I would have Cabin in the Woods. Oh, is Cabin in the Woods this year? The, yeah. That should is have it? been nominated for a screenplay. A separation, yeah. Margin I Call. Have, I mean, Red State. Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene. I would have had Red Fuck State. You. I would have, I would have had Bernie. The and I would have had... Um, Fuck you guys. Weird. I would have put Tintin in there. The yeah. weirdest oh, one yeah. on my list. And this is saying something as my list has... The Beaver and Red State, Mission oh, Impossible, oh, Ghost Protocol. Oh, I would have fuck yeah. shame. Yeah, love, Contagion. Love that's a good one. Contagion. Contagion's you gotta, great. You got to have Contagion's very timely film. Yeah, love me. Mm. Well, more so now world. than 2011 when the voting was happening. If you drop one, if you drop one, which which film is it? Extremely loud and incredibly close. War Horse. Oh, War Horse is bad too. Yeah, they're both oh, bad. God, they're both bad. One of the worst films. I think I take out War Horse because it's so obvious and it's still bad. No, I would just take yeah, out yeah, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close because it's so dull. Like, at least with War Horse, there's like moments of that Spielbergian sort of like touch to it, at least. And um, it's not the better Spielberg film. Obviously, that's Tintin of the Year, but. Um, you know, God, they're both just bad movies. They're both bad. Extremely Loud is a big swing, and it does not work on any level, but I kind of Correct. respect it. Yeah. Or horse. I don't respect it. I don't respect <laughs> it as in, like, I don't think it's a good movie, but, like, I'll take a big swing that doesn't work over yeah. a boring movie that doesn't work. That's fair, fair enough. Yeah, but I, I'd rather have, I'd rather remove the big swing because people might be drawn to the big swing. War Horse was forgotten before, as soon as they announced it in the nomination. Well, I think both of these movies were forgotten pretty quickly. Yeah, nobody right. remember. Nobody. Re- I guarantee you, if you asked Tom Hanks about Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, he wouldn't remember any of it. Same he with Sandra Bullock. Talk about Bachelor Party. Yeah. What, when when well, I no, left, actually, the- did you guys see this? There was an interview with Tom Hanks recently, and they asked him his three favorite films that he's done, and he chose A League of Their Own, Castaway, and Cloud Atlas, which I thought was awesome. That's great. Those are well, three great films. I don't like Cloud Atlas, but apparently he is vital in that movie getting made because every time they were starting to like waver. He would be like, like, oh, no, we have Tom Hanks. Hanks." Yeah, Yeah, and he would be like, well, I'm going to Vermont on Tuesday for the shoot, like, or or Hawaii or wherever the the thing was happening. He's like, I'm going to be there. Let's do it. Figure it out. Find the money. Um, I mean, I mean, Castaway is his, is his, like, it's my favorite performance with him in Zemeckis. Like, it's way better than Forrest Gump. And he should have won the Oscar for it. I mean, going back real quick, give me turn going back real quick to extremely loud and incredibly close. When I left the theater, I said to myself, I have to question Scott, Scott Rudin's judgment. So and I stand by that. (laughs) You were on, you were on, you were 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 way ahead of the curve there. Like something's, something's, yeah. Yeah, I "Mm." I don't know what that guy sees in that. Oh boy. (laughs) boy. Um, So as we bring the bachelor party to a close, uh, Miles, say where you can be found. Give whatever thoughts you want, and um, tell us about your favorite on-screen bachelor party. And then everyone else except me, um, talk about your actual bachelor party. Mm. My favorite on-screen bachelor party. 
Um, okay, well, you can find me on both Twitter and Letterboxd at Miles on Film. That's M Y L E S on Film. Please check out Miles my short on film. film. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Miles on Film. Sorry. It's too many drinks. <laughs> I like how he tried to make it catch on and nobody went with it. <laughs> we all just wanted to hear it happen. Yeah, we, yeah, we wanted to hear it. Um, I love you, Steve. You're the best. Good lord. Sorry, Miles. Please check out my short films, American Exorcist (laughs) and Once Upon a Dracula. They are both on YouTube under Aftershock Pictures and Chase Capo, respectively. Uh, If you want to hit me up on Twitter and wish me well for my wedding on Saturday, please do. Uh, And my favorite bachelor party in a film. It's the scene I described in Very Bad Things to You last week, right? Yeah. Seems pretty standard. Mm. Like, if that's all that happens in my actual bachelor party, I'll be a little disappointed. What day mm. is that happening? Uh, Friday. Mm. Well, I'm driving from uh, Orlando to Jacksonville. Mm. Mm. I'll, like, I'll pick up a hobo. Almost like it was on purpose, and it sounds mm. like someone's a little bitter. Yes, yes, I coordinated my entire <laughs> pre-wedding celebration specifically about when Joey would be driving. Well, I'll be yep. there, Joe. So mm. uh, no I did say I was bringing a hobo. Yeah, and that hobo is me. <laughs> hobo. Is that PC? Hobo? <laughs> the, the, what? What? the shelterly challenged, would you prefer? <laughs> is that PC? hobo. I mean, it's That's probably not, but question. they don't have the ability to listen. So they, oh they my god, what is going on in <laughs> the show? Steve, my god. Oh my god, we should never do this show late. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think fantastic. the lateness is the issue. No. Um, oh my god, Steve, that was great. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Uh, bachelor party. Well, now I can't think of anything. Come back to me. I got to look some up. <laughs> okay. By the way, um, I will. I will. I'll tell you now. My one other surprise for you is uh, this week's uh, Sunday Scaries is just going to be links to your horror films. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So there you go. <sighs> Which reminds me, I probably need to get those links this week. And they're great. Uh, I'll they're great, one. and everybody should go watch them. I've watched them, and they're fantastic. We should. Uh, why don't you. we? Why don't we watch them and discuss them? Oh, because I don't want to. I don't want to review. You don't want to give a, a bad review. Not like, review them, but just no. no the, right. the, the real director here. What a piece of. No, I'm just kidding. Well, uh, I only directed just, one of them. In fairness, well, yeah, and that was the bad one. No, I'm just kidding. And, and uh, in my defense, I've heard also Miles tell me like more candidly, like when things have been better or worse over the years on the various ones he's done. Yeah. So they're happy. No, but you did. Ones, but they, great job, Matt. Oh, man. <laughs> great job. Matt. All right. I guess um, my ideas and <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Ryan McQuaid77, where I write for Awards Radar and Awards Watch and In Session Film and Film Speak and all the other wonderful places. Incestuous f- film? What the hell? In Session Film. <laughs> oh, session, like, not incestuous. Son of a bitch. How many times and then, you uh, Get him off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also do another podcast called Bust in the Block. And we're on a little bit of a hiatus just for a week. Um, but uh, we might have people on again. I don't know. Guests are free flowing. If you want to come on, let us know. Um, and my bachelor party, that's what you want to know about, Joey? Um, my bachelor party, we were originally supposed to go to New Orleans. And that didn't happen. 
um, because there was a hurricane that was coming the way towards New Orleans. So we had to go to Austin. So we went to Austin for a weekend and we got kind of plastered every night for that weekend. And um, we went to a, a Longhorn football game which was a lot of fun and we tailgated and we did all that and we were drinking then and then we got to the stadium and we did drinking and then we went to sixth street and we did a lot more drinking and then uh there were strip clubs and all that stuff and then there were some uh altercations and things and it was kind of nuts and crazy yeah. and uh then there was a long car ride home it felt really long where you went um, to think about what you've done well i it it, it there's other Who's things driving? I, there's things i was i drove um to be fair on a horsey, um, on a horsey, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, there's other things I can't say online because you know I, he was you know. getting roadhead. <laughs> no, it was not like that. I just it was a lot, and but it was it was great and uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's and actually, two weeks ago was my uh, third year anniversary with my wife, my wife. And, uh, and Miles, the, the, the best advice I can say to you and your new wife that you will have by the time I talk to you the next time is just don't go, just don't go to bed angry and just, she's always right. And, um, you know, if you can make each other smile at least once a day, then you know, you're doing something right. And if it doesn't work out buy a couple shovels and don't tell us where you buried anyone. There we go. Oh my god! And have well, an just, it totally got dark. With you until that left left yeah. turn at the end. Yeah, you know, just have an alibi. That's all I'm saying. Jeez, you that's know. fair. Wow. And, if you, and if you need all any right. help, uh, if you need any help, Steve will be able to help you. you know, a wink, local. Wink. Uh, where are you, Houston police? If uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not in Houston, just... but nice try. Oh, okay, close enough. It's all it's <laughs> Texas. Close it's enough. He's gonna call uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, if there's a problem. That's fair. <laughs> So uh, my name is Steve. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and uh, Letterboxd at Filmsnork. You can also listen to my podcast, the other podcast. It's called Verse. And uh, this week we cover, what do we cover? Shazam. And we do a blind spot where we go back and take someone through the first viewing ever of Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Um, give it a listen. It's fun. There's a robot. It's uh, it's different. Um, robot? Uh, no, oh. I'm not a robot. So how? That's insulting. Is that PC? You're a son of a bitch. Um, and <laughs> I think he's malfunctioning. <laughs> as for uh, Miles, what uh, is if PC you want some advice, anymore? You know, my advice is is uh, that she's not always right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop there. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> Nice. What's that I can hear? Hey. Steve making his couch up. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy, uh, enjoy your life. Enjoy each other, and uh, as long as your that's what your your plans are, everything else will go well. <laughs> if that's what your plans are, oh, ominous. No, well, uh, if people my, lose my focus. Plans are for life to go well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm. I know, no, but people people lose focus and they forget what what it's all about, and they forget, think about money and all these other things, and they forget about hey, why do we get married? You didn't get married because of house you know all these these number of things that blur people's uh focus stay focused on each other and you'll be fine mm. well you succeed she succeeds yeah you have a good moment she has a good moment mm. that's how it works mm. you can 
follow me as I second those words at Joey Magazine, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, all that jazz. Uh, follow Awards Radar on many of those things. And uh, yeah, I will uh, see Miles in a couple days. Congratulations again. And uh, thank you. Everyone uh, just spent two hours listening to us. Some of us pretend to be drunk and some of us uh, be drunk. So there you go. Congrats, everyone. Ryan. We Let did. us know which was which in the comments. Exactly. Mm. And uh, Steve gets the I never throw my words. So, mm. Good times. Well, th- we'll, well thank you guys a lot. This was yes. fun. Of course. And Best we'll of luck, back. Miles. Thank you. Yes, sir. Happy for you. We'll be back we're, next week. We're rooting for you, buddy. More stuff. Yeah. I'll like your tweets. Yeah. I'll oh, appreciate uh, you. Look for my review of the wedding uh, next week on the podcast. Oh, great. Big old D minus. Until then, uh, we will uh, <laughs> see you then. I'm going to Disney tomorrow, so it's like I won the Super Bowl. And uh, everyone else is going to bed, so take care. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and to visit awardsradar.com for the best in awards and entertainment content. <laughs> <laughs>